solo. Oh, this is your guitar solo. I, I'm not calling you DJ Mayday when you're oh. playing your right. air guitar. I got, I got to play something? All <laughs> yeah, right. you're a DJ. He's DJ Mayday. He's from America, not Radio 96, coming up. Penless. That <laughs> 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 oh, is great. What are we missing? Oh, your pen? He said he didn't have his pen. Oh, he's got his pen it? in his hand. Yeah. It's, it's not working. Fucker. What are you talking about? It's not now? working. What does that Look mean? The oh, tip's not right? Oh, how come every Do time? Do you want to change the tip on it? See, that's why I'm afraid of fucking windows. You want me to give you a stylus? I Allie, have? I don't want anything. Oh, fuck you, dude. I didn't do nothing but try to help, and you're fuck acting like an you, asshole. Dude. Man. I love how it just like instantly changes. It's getting kind of fucking rough to the road to the 100, right? Well, it's right, like, it's damn, I'm nice. Stupid. And then he says some mean, stupid shit, so I fucking, now I'm not nice anymore. You did good. Fuck, 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 fuck you, dude. Fuck, fuck, you, fuck, dude. fuck, fuck, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Number four thing to try when your Surface Pro pen does not work. Call Microsoft. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. Are you fucking serious? I don't know. We might do that if the show gets boring as fuck. <laughs> All right. oh, okay. Which went out with my pen. It's very likely. Oh, God damn. That's funny. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 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 I was going to write a little notes to, to be able to write it. Yeah. What yeah. the hell are we yeah, going to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That way I could just ramble yeah, through them in the beginning. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, 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 buddy. And the yeah, fucking buddy. pen's not working. Yeah, it was great. Fucking fault is yeah, that? Yeah, 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 it was great. So I'm like, shit. The fuck is this pen not working? <laughs> One time I go to use it. Like, it's my go-to pen. Like, now now it's it's time for it to serve its purpose. Okay. It doesn't uh -oh. work. The first thing to try is change the battery uh -oh, in it. Uh-oh, uh -oh. So I open it up and I look at the battery. This motherfucker's got four A's. Four I never A's? even knew that wait, existed. Wait, wait, wait. That thing holds four A's or four triple A's? No, it's not triple A. It's, it's just four a line A's. of A's? No. It's one battery That's a with oh, a triple a. four A's. Bullshit, motherfucker. That's, That's a quadruple? Let me see that motherfucker. I've never Let me seen see this that. before. Like, I'm looking, I'm like, I got a bunch of batteries. I'm sure I got this thing. Holy shit, he's not Did lying. Did you know I, that really existed? I didn't know that a quadruple Look at A, that. ladies and Look gentlemen. Look at all the A's on that thing. It's a very small battery to have so many A's on it. Whoa. Is that incredible? Yeah, you got one of those? I do, actually, because this yeah. show is now sponsored by Duracell. Yeah, well, this copper top ain't working. <laughs> and that, maybe that's what it is, the battery. I don't know. It's very disappointing. I didn't know the pen had a battery. I didn't either. Why you need a battery for that? Like, I would have thought it would recharge USB. It's just a stylus, right? Like, How is it going to recharge USB when you can't even plug it in? <laughs> needs a port. It's all ah. this weird shit on the fucking artwork. I don't know what half the shit is on here. I guess you're going to find out tonight on Not Real Radio 96. The road to 100 continues. Goddamn, Alan. I thought you'd be excited. We're on the road to 100. The journey begins now. No, not really. Why? Why? I, I didn't bring not snacks. get excited about this. Oh, man. Cool. We'll so stop gonna... on the way there. All right, good. Oh, look at him. Dude's already outside. Mayday! What's up, y'all? Dude, 100, y'all. On the way. I'm so excited. Oh, dude, thanks for driving, man. I got a bunch of unpaid parking tickets. I think I got a warrant out for my race. Are you fucking yeah. serious, nah, dude? dude? 
Hey. Dude, you have to pay that I shit. Know, you can't just right, let that shit on, go. They're gonna hey, is Pickle going to make it? Make it? He's already he's in a trunk. What? No way. Oh, oh shit. Uh, noise. What is that noise? He's not wearing his fucking seatbelt, man. Mayday, put your fucking seatbelt on. Reach it. We don't wait, need wait, to reach it. Just hit dude, play and let it, it go. Dude, you gotta give me a second Ridiculous, to do this, man. dude. This is gonna be sick, oh, man. Shit, I don't have my wallet. What? Uh, it's not what a big deal. What the fuck do you mean, dude? We can't go back now. We're gonna be late to 100. You need a driver's license on your person at all times. Keep on going. Just have that. Just keep it rolling with it. Dude, I need to pee, man. Oh, we're gonna stop and get snacks just in about an hour. We are halfway to 100. No, no hour. We're gonna stop pee. Oh shit! Whoa, yeah, wait, I'm not why fucking playing. Why do I have a gun? I don't know. I think somebody stole it. Here, give, give, give it to me. Give me the gun. We're gonna go here. All right, hang on. I'm putting it. Fuck! I don't care. Oh shit! Wait, why is this in here? Dude, I think we'd celebrate. It's a bag of dope. Grow up. Put a gun in there now. Holy shit! Oh shit! I think we're getting pulled over. Shit! Pull the fuck over. We are never making it to a hundred. Alright, that's been Not Real Radio 96. Hope you enjoyed our show tonight. We had no guests. We needed no guests. We took no phone calls and we reviewed no shows. Tune in next week when we do more of the same. This has been Not Real Radio 96. Keep it not real. That was one of the many things we did. Do we have a fucking call already? We did. I was we making them. sure you said the phone and I was. Oh, you're we like, oh, we're call taking calls tonight. Yeah, oh, I think we may be getting some calls tonight. I'm excited. Oh, boy, that's what you we to need. Use the phone. Yeah, maybe that fucking <laughs> duck will call back. <laughs> can play. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Is that right? Oh, wow. That was so anyway, good. The like fucking that. pen's not working. It's kind of disappointing. <laughs> I want to throw it across the room. Well, I mean, how'd you know you're supposed to have a quadruple A battery? Yeah, I've never seen that before in, in my, my life. life either. I mean, Where do you get that from? I don't even know. Home Obviously, Depot? I'll let you know soon. <laughs> I'm assuming hey, we do you have to Amazon? fucking order from Microsoft? They bought them all. I'm going to order that bitch from Amazon. I'd go two days without Let's the pen. Let's go raise hell at Best Buy again, get a whole new pen. How about that? I like going to the store. Gave us that pen. We went in there. Bitch, where my pen at? So I think, all right, so I got some money, right? It's not a lot of money. Oh, got, what money, man? You got, got a little extra money than no usual, bit? right? It's the holiday right. season. So they give you like more, a little more money so that way you can stimulate the economy. Yeah, you can stimulate my economy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah. So I've been wanting to buy something. <laughs> yeah. I want to buy something, right? Oh, yeah. Something fun. Oh, it's burning a hole something, in your pocket. Well, no, I just I need a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, I need something a little to go. treat. Yeah. I got you. I'm even willing for it to be a waste of fucking money. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, just no, no, no. Alex. Okay. So I want to, just a treat, right? <laughs> So we did a bunch of stuff this week, kind of like a little uh, vacation, right. you know. We didn't, yeah, yeah. Had a week off of work, so we went and did a bunch of stuff. We watched a bunch of shit, just trying to do things sure. that we couldn't normally do. We binged watched The Punisher, what? which binge watching for me is three episodes. That's a <laughs> lot for me to take in. That's with a lot of bathroom breaks, smoke breaks. Like this is an event to get through. I'm not good at that. And we went to the Pelicans game. Nice. We did. Dude, if you sit low enough, like there's definitely a level. What the fuck is that? It's a pelican. Pelican eating its no, babies. No, I mean, it wasn't actually. It was just the name well, of the wait, team. Wait, who are they? Yeah, who are they playing? 
They played the thunder. I thought that was a cool. Alright, this is going thunder, good. Thunder, the thunder, lightning, and the lightning, and the thunder, thunder, thunder. Is that that? I fucking hate that song. I thought you were anyway, talking about in the thunder roll. No, that's in the thunder roll. In the thunder roll, and the lightning strikes. Ten, ten, ten. That's a totally different song. So we did go on like SeatGeek. All of a sudden, I'm downloading a lot of these apps. There's tons of these apps to buy games, and you don't. They have more tickets, not more tickets. They have different tickets available than like Ticketmaster, but the prices really weren't that much lower. So like I looked on Ticketmaster, the, I'm like, yeah, all right. So just get it through them. It's done. It's easy. No, but if you don't see a seat you like, like that's available on Ticketmaster because somebody already oh. bought it, it may be available in these other apps. Oh, and there was a couple of apps and they were so close and the way they worded the price, one was like it cost this, you know, say $50 with a $10 service charge, and the other one was $55, but it was only a $5 service charge. Same so price. all the apps right. seem SeatGeek, and there was a couple other ones I don't remember. But they all look like they did the same thing, sell tickets that are not available on Ticketmaster. I don't know why I'm even talking about that. Anyway, we yeah. got the fucking tickets, man. We spent a decent amount of money. Right. I'm going right. to say a decent amount, dude. If we're spending, what, $60 or something to go to the movies, you know, 100 and something, I forget what they were exactly, but 100 and something bucks to go... You know, have decent seats. Right. Our seats were cool. It was worth it. There's definitely nice. this level of, um, I guess, how high you are. It was like oh, 106, man. 104, something like that. Well, right. 104 is where we were. To where if I would have been in the next section up, I don't think I would have enjoyed it very much. It would have been too really? high. Yeah. All right. Were well, you yeah. like the first one up? Kind of like on the slant. Right, they got the yeah, yeah, seats yeah. Before on Before you get to the yeah. balcony thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the balcony. I don't like being over. Do you where, know where we were? Where? No, what were you talking about? Okay, you oh. remember remember where we were for oh, yeah, Radiohead? Yeah, we were right around- we were in a better position, yeah, yeah, but on like that same seven. level. Yeah, like no, we were in cool. 106 over there, but now we're in 104. So we're more in like the we had a per- perfect view yeah. like on the side no, of, to watch sick. the side of the court. It I was wouldn't want to awesome. be above y'all. No, we wouldn't want to be any higher than that. Above that, right? You'd be eye level with this gigantic fucking screen. Oh, it's Dude, huge. It's gigantic, and there is no way I would be able to struggle looking at the players on the field. Or the court, and not just watching it on the TV. Right. And if I'm gonna go and watch it on TV, <laughs> besides a playoff game, I'll just stay home. I agree 100 percent with that. That's why yeah. I don't like going to concerts, sitting in the nosebleeds, and watch them on the screen. It's like why? So my main, you know, I wanted to see Westbrook and Camilla Anthony and Paul George. I wanted to see them. That was a, a good reason to go see, you know, the the Thunder game. But my favorite player in the NBA, he's almost single-handedly got me back interested in the NBA, was uh, DeMarcus Cousins. I fucking love (laughs) him. He reminds me of a couple of my favorite players. I call them off-the-ball players. They're players on the field that I find so interesting and captivated by their performance. They don't need to have the ball for me to watch them. I watched. So kind of going to see it live was a little more fun because I got to do that even more. Cause you could just watch him the entire game. He may, he fucking pisses me off, <laughs> but I, I at least he's doing something. Right. It's like a, a story for me to watch, you know. Yeah, unfolding in front of your eyes in real time. Brutal, and he fights, and he's like, I wouldn't call him a dirty player, but he's gonna, uh... he's pretty dirty. He's gonna do what it takes to to win the game and to get a competitive edge yeah. over the other guy. Like there is whatever it takes. He scores a shitload of points, and he gets a lot of blocks. He's a hell of a defender. 
but he's doing it mentally as well as physical. Nice. Like he's just yeah, one of the head games out. guys. Yeah. You know, he intimidates right. and, and bullies him. Dude, I can't. I love that fucking character in, in any entertainment. So to watch it play on a basketball court was pretty cool. He fucking elbows the shit out of Westbrook. <laughs> like he gets a rebound. Dude, they're all alone down there. They're the everybody else done ran across the court. So they're kind of there isolated. I mean, watching it, and dude, he lays fucking Westbrook. I mean, dude, oh he elbowed him so deliberately, dude. Did he fall? Did he fall Westbrook, backwards? Westbrook like went for the rebound too, but then kind of, all right, I'm not gonna get it. So he, he was about, he was running down to get to the other side of the yeah, court, yeah. and cousin just grabs this fucking thing, and it it looks deliberate, but I don't think he knew Westbrook was, was there. right behind him, yeah, right, he was sneaking up on him. But he's just so fucking aggressive, and when he goes into it, he can't control. He's a fucking nut, right? Like loses his shit. He's like he's an angry man inside. I can relate to that. But when he can harness that anger into athletic ability, like he he can do some fucking amazing shit. One being, swing his fucking elbow. Like, dude, he just got a rebound. It's yeah, like, yeah. hey, good job. Right, right. But, dude, this is the greatest rebound ever. He's going swinging around. He's protecting that fucking thing. Well, dude, Westbrook just ate his fucking arm. <laughs> Westbrook came back into the game. He was okay. He didn't get hurt, which I was glad to see. And it's kind of like, oh, this was a third quarter. I want to see Westbrook going. And that uh, fucking Davis gets, uh, I mean, Cousins gets ejected. So. <laughs> I didn't get. I only got to see him three quarters, but I guess I did get to see him lay out Westbrook, which that's enough. Yeah, look, Westbrook's amazing, but he ain't on that team, so <laughs> elbow the fuck out of him. I like that shit though. The I like only thing the- that sucked was the fact that he got ejected out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like they got rid of Cousins, like over that, which yeah. it was bad, and he shouldn't have done it. But like. You know what I mean? That was what I didn't like. Like, I yeah, it sucks to see the dude get elbowed in the face. I'm not gonna cheer that on, but it did suck that you both. I kind of cheered. <laughs> That's wrong. Oh well, won the win, baby. We were down by fucking twenty, dude. It was ridiculous. Did they win? Dude, they have it so you can't. You don't. You can't. No one's gonna fucking beat you up. This ain't a fucking you know, raise the death toll fucking horror movie <laughs> show. But they say stand up until somebody till uh, the Pelicans score. Man, we were standing up for a while. <laughs> I think we were down like almost 20 points or something like that. It was ridiculous. 24. I'm like, oh, shit. This is bad. But they came back and won. Really? That was exciting. So it was kind of like cool to be at a game where they, they came back and won. Nice. So that was fun. Sweet. Yeah, it was worth it. I had a good time. Allie, you liked it? Oh, I had a blast. I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, it's annoying. They got people and stuff like that you got to deal with. But, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta, like, if there was nobody right else there, it'd be fantastic. It's the having to, you know, there's no space in these places, you know? So, like, if somebody has to go get out of the aisle or get into the aisle, everybody's got to stand up. And it's just disruptive, and it happens very frequently. Tell them, be humble. Sit, Sit down. down. Sit down. But, I mean, me having to pee a million times, like, they had to deal with me, oh, too. Fuck. I was like, I don't care if y'all nah, keep doing mind, it. I had a shit time. <laughs> but, um. Fuck, maybe just... One cool thing about the section we're in, though, like I said, if you just that one section, when you go in, like I thought I was like, it was weird. Like the way we came into it was just out of the regular lobby, I thought. But then when you go out of it, out of a different door or whatever, there's like this badass bar and then like all these fancy little food things. And there was like a special bathroom just for that section. I was like, man, this is cool. So I got to give it props for that. That was worth it because, yeah, the tickets were a little too expensive. But, man, that was nice. 
Man, would I think you like that was kind of worth it. Made it worth it. I don't get to finish what I was saying about the thing. Uh, I stopped listening when you like complaint full. I was like, All right. I thought we <laughs> oh, had okay, a good time. Okay, then fuck off. Okay, I don't get to fuck say what off. I don't get to say my experience then. Good. Oh come on. Don't no, start you that just cut me already. off. So fuck off. I didn't cut you off. I thought you were done. You just How kept saying it done? was good a couple of times. Like I didn't right? even say it was good at all. I was talking about all the bad shit. Oh, it's good. It was, it was very cool to see the sport being played live. It's been a very long time since I've been in there and watched a game. And it was the best seats that we ever had. There you go. Now I'm eating snacks. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Mayday, would you go to a Pelicans game? Is that something that intrigues you? Uh, if it was a good game, yeah, I'd go. Yeah. It really was. It was. Um, I've only been to a handful of sporting events in the in the arena. I'd like to go... To a playoff game. Right. I'd like to have free tickets <laughs> for good seats. And that would be great, man. I'd definitely yeah. go again. But, yeah, it's kind of out of my price range. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure when a playoff comes, oh, it's like, God, oh, the damn. ticket that was $150 is now $800 or something. $700. Yeah. But, hey, I can understand why people like going. I'm glad they do because I like watching it on television. Yeah, I I really, I, I, this is just me. I know they don't try to, they don't, they look down upon this, but I do like when it gets physical. You yeah, know they I mean? got intense. When it, when they have a fight or something like that, I'm kind of like, yeah, that's emotion. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. fuck, I want him to fucking win. Like, let's go. I was right. kind of, I was kind of glad we chair? got to see that shit happen. <laughs> also, they had them people that were fucking. They had the halftime show. Oh, God. It was like these people off America that got talent on one of them garbage shows. Uh, but it was like these Russian people, and they had these long things that these dudes put on their shoulders, like planks or something. And then the chick jumps and, like, does flips and lands back on them. And a few times, this motherfucker fell. It was pretty intense. Huh, yeah, she thought? fell like the. She did a couple right, say two right. And then a third one, she kind of gets a little wobbly. And then on a fourth one, man, she gets even a little more wobbly. <laughs> like, she ain't sticking to landings. On the fourth one, she actually, like, lands and then kind of bounces off of it and does a weird, like, fall onto the ground. She didn't fall. <laughs> she caught herself. Like, this bitch falls gracefully oh, on her feet. Like oh, a yeah, cat. they were totally great. They were talented. But then she's going to go for the big finale. And I'm like, wait, it's only progressively gotten worse. Here it comes, man. I got my yeah. phone out, man. I'm like, in the video guard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, because the, the fourth one, I'm like, oh, this is it. She's going down. I'm recording this. Like, I would hate for the poor little thing to hurt herself and not get that shit on tape. Like, fucking some YouTube views or something. She gonna need some new legs. <laughs> you got new legs. <laughs> fucking good Kickstarter. Fucking robot legs. Like, let's do it. <laughs> so, man, I tried to record on my phone just in case. I wouldn't want her to, to be injured in vain. Right. Not make it onto the internet. But pretty fun. Yeah. Nice. The cool. dancers were really good, though. Like the Hornets dance team or whatever it is, the Pelicans dance team. Those chicks were badass. They did a good job. Really like that part. They had the goddamn six ten stompers. <laughs> I fucking hate that. I was gonna say that like, they were fucking you know terrible. I mad at funny. them. I ain't mad at them. I'm mad at the idiots that like that. There's some shit that happened in this game, and it's kind of like when I say a detached from you know people Society, like things. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna call it Jumanji humor, just until Jumanji. that movie. Jumanji. Whatever. Whoa, 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 like How can you tell me That's what racist. the fuck it's called when I said I made it, making it up? You can't make up Jumanji. It already exists. That's not what this is. Jumanji money. Okay. It's Jumanji humor, man. And so you know what that means. I'll give you the definition. The 610 stomp stompers. It's fucking dumb. Like, look, those cheerleaders. 
good-looking chicks in shape, right? And look, I'll even go as far as if these were good-looking dudes in shape, like right, uh, right, right. And could doing cartwheels and could yeah. dance and yeah, yeah. flips. What I was going to say and, about and, the chicks, it wasn't that they were hot. It was that they were talented. Like, their moves were boom, boom, boom. They were tight, and they were very in sync with each other. The whole thing with the six and stompers is they're not pleasant to look at right. and they're they, not really good dancers. Yeah. And the dance moves are and people so like boring that. and not complex. And to me, they reward it with laughter and cheers. And I'm like, that's not, Subpar it's not shit. funny to me. Right. Like, you're not even put forth effort to be funny. You're just going, let's go lowest common denominator and, and, and that's it's it. a professional sport oh, event. Yeah. Like, but I would like know, some professional dancers right. or, well, that, or entertainers. Well, that's the problem. Societies deem them professional and good enough to do that and entertaining enough when it's fucking garbage. People get yeah, off on laughing at Ronnie Lamar. I'm coming for you, Ronnie Lamar. What the hell did that dude do to you? The poor bastard. Be nice hey, we, to him. We got a friendly competition he of singing. He just wants to sing and sell cars, dude. Same as me. All right, well, Except good. I'd rather not God sell cars. It. So many more profitable things you can sell. Well, you can't bridge the gap. That's your fault. Dude, we also went to Global yeah. Wildlife. Oh, shit. You cut me off during the intro. <laughs> you do it to At me. least I let you get four minutes in before I cut you off. All right, sure. Go ahead, person. I can't even get through the intro. Tell me that way we went. We went to Global Wildlife. Yeah. Indeed, we did. <laughs> we saw some fucking animals, boy. <laughs> Remember I told y'all we we're going to do that? I found out last year that I wasn't going to get my hand bit off by a giraffe because giraffes don't bite your hand off. They're super nice. <laughs> they, they got giant-ass tongues, too. Yeah, huh? they do. <laughs> and them cows. <laughs> but the zebras are the ones that bite your fucking hand off. Really? So, they sharp teeth? But they look so cute. I thought about it a few times. Like, if I do get my hand bit off, I don't have to work anymore. They got the sign on there saying, don't feed the zebras. And we talked about this last time about the, you know, feeding the zebras. I did it again. I mean, as we're driving, the chick's trying to be really nice about it, but pretty much telling me don't feed the zebras. Yeah, don't do it. So within a second, like, we pull up, the zebras come up, and I pour food on the ground. Like, as a distraction. Like, if these motherfuckers are dangerous, don't feed them. What am I supposed to do? Because they're putting their heads Just in the thing. Just sitting there with their fucking face by my hand? Like, nah, fuck that. I'm setting a trap. Like, yeah, go really by the tire. I throw I that bitch right really by the tire. I'm like, I get your they ass. They look sweet. Look, I put a little bit on the ground, too, and when he bent down, to eat it, I pet one of their butts, and it was so soft. The it zebra. was the softest. You touched big, the zebra. You had to butt. be daring. I've never touched one, and I wanted to touch his butt, and so I did it. We're driving along, and I find my little friend. Man, he's uh, is it an alpaca or an emu? Whatever. No, it's it was an alpaca. Alpaca, right? This little guy. He, I feed one. Or a llama. It was one of them. I feed one, and it seemed we hit it off, and I'm like, all right, this creature's cool. We come to an understanding, and then he runs off by alley and stays behind the rest of the time. So as we're driving around, around, I look over, and there's another one. This one's even pretty and soft. I pet him a little bit. I give him some food. We 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 hit it off. That was my buddy, and I told the you know the, what do you call it like. Guide, the guide, guide or whatever, the driver. Ride. I tell my driver. Oh, <laughs> it sounds guide. better. Man, he knows what I mean. <laughs> I tell my driver, I'm like, yeah, this one's got his ear ripped open. Like, I wonder what happened with that, you know? She said, yeah, well, the males will fight for dominance, and usually they castrate the other males. Oh, so zebras? They go bite each other's like, nuts off. No, the fucking alpacas. Oh, the alpaca. oh. And that one. Still has his his member intact, but his ear is damaged. And that's like a sign to show that he's 
Yeah, because fucked up or whatever, or like not right. worthy. Right. Damn. Man, yeah, the other no the other emu now. bitch don't want to. Like, no, you got fucked up here, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want my I baby head no ear like that. Another well, interesting thing. So that about means fucking emus are more intelligent than most humans. Alpaca, emu's a bird. Fucking giant dog. Okay. Another interesting thing about that is while you're feeding them, all of a sudden they start getting spooky and like jump back and like, what's the fucking problem? There's all these deer. There's a shit ton of deer out there. Probably the most out of anything they have is these deer, and a lot of them have the big ass horns, antlers. And dude, they are petrified of the deer because the deers will freaking buck at them and shit and stab them with the antlers to get the food. It's fucked up. And you can't even feed the deer because they're mean. So that little moment was great. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then. The next time I had like a whole oh shit, this is fucking cool. Watching Allie feed the giraffes is kind of neat. Yeah. And this is kind of a second time, and we weren't feeding them corn, so they weren't quite. They weren't the other wild. one. They, they were trying sticking to their fuck heads that goddamn trying to eat little everything. cart. Like, what were they? I mean, what were we feeding them? Uh, it was like a vegetarian feed. pebbles. Looked like rap shit. Probably was. <laughs> it's like a special. They, they claim that they like it, it just up. as much, yeah. but the chick told us last time that they love the corn they go nuts for. Yeah. It's like candy. That's like driving around New Orleans, fucking hanging fucking meth out the window. You have a horde coming at you. So, Move man, over. the next great moment was with the bison. This oh. fucking creature. Oh, man. Like, yeah. you always hear the, see the bison on, like, the shit with Indians oh. and stuff like that. And, man, I was just looking at it, thinking about, man, that would have been crazy one day to have to go kill one of these with yeah, spears, a like a wild thing, one. Yeah. And then I'm like, damn, this thing is tame now. You know? You come up and, and he ate, and just the sheer size of its oh, fucking yeah. head. It's giant. It was like, this is fucking it's almost crazy. almost as big as my head. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, almost. It was that close to mean, yours. Yeah. If he even cross between an orangutan and a bison. <laughs> It would be if your head was half the size. <laughs> it would be around right there. That's just an estimate. But, dude, I got to pet it and fucking touch this creature. It had some weird feeling, like little hair there. That was kind of cool. Giant, man. He was a big motherfucker. Dude, the, the buffalo or bison or whatever, their fucking nostrils are like three inches in, or four inches in diameter. And whatever fucking air blows out at you, it smells terrible. So they got so many smells coming out of their nose holes, and they're getting all up on you, and then they're slobbering everywhere. I can honestly say that them and them cows is my least favorite because they ain't really all that cute. I, I try to be nice to them. They're not really that cute. I don't they like that tongue, man. And they oh, got I don't creepy like creepy ass tongue. Oh, I didn't like it. Dude, I stand up. And their nose up. holes blow out terrible smelling air, dude. When those things come around, I stand up in the middle. And just like guard that motherfucker. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh. And I feel bad for them because they're ugly like and they're stinky, but I still give them food because I feel bad for them. But then they're relentless and they won't stop. And then you didn't have enough for nobody else because they just wild and like bottomless pits. These things are huge. There's this big fucking steer with the fucking six foot horns. Damn. These yeah, things the almost horn. got killed a few wicked. times with those did, again. Did it flinch? Was it? Did it flinch when you touched the horn? No, they don't have too no bad. feeling in those horns, though. I don't know. Never asked him. Never thought of it. <laughs> if we go back next year, I'll ask. The things feelings. were freaking massive, though. Dude. And those, yeah. like, all you can do is, like, try to pour the food from the cup into their mouth because they're just so fucking crazy. But then the tongue's going everywhere, and it's just, like, going straight down their throat. And I'm like, how can this be enjoyable for you? Don't you want to chew your food? They don't. They just fucking inhale it. No. It's I would weird. hate to get kicked by anything out there. Like, they even have kangaroos. Oh, they're huge. But you would not want to get kicked by anything out there, but I do want to stand next to one. That's the next step. Like, you're in this cart, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I want to take it up a notch. I want to stand next <laughs> to one. Because, you know, it's weird that being in that little cart, it's all open. They ain't mud. They ain't nothing protecting you or nothing. 
just like a little. Does she have like a gun or some kind of trank dart in the front seat? No, in case those animals things? are fine. They're wait, 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 wait. Never I'll, thought the eggs. All right. That would be my first question. Yeah, if that motherfucker just starts losing it. Yeah, like, with that. yeah, fuck. At one point, though, the cow is chasing the cart. And, and even uh, my driver, she said something along the lines of, uh, it's like Jurassic Park, like getting chased by the raptor. So kind of fun. She's yeah, got a cool fun- job. I bet you it don't pay nothing. Of but course damn not. It, it Dude, looks fun. We we posted or he posted a video of the occasion and we got found this really funny sounding music. It's like and you can see the thing's tongue like five inches long, lick my hand and I'm like, Ooh! and trying to the cow was attacked. he was chasing us. Like we were getting away, we we're leaving that section to go see a different group of animals and he freaking chased us the entire way. He got in the other cart and took off. Dude, at one point he was by me and I was looking at him and then all of a sudden he started getting crazy. I looked down and he started going he went and into like he, stride, he went, you know? It looked like he went into another gear and all of a sudden he started <laughs> and it was like it's like sprinted. Like he, he he used his nitrous or something and all of a sudden he's next to me and his head's there. I'm like, oh God! Did it. Anyway, it's a very funny video because it's all caught there and you see this fucking thing. His name was Winston. I want to go. Scary. I want to go next year with the camera and hook the microphone and want <laughs> Mayday to come with us. Oh. And Can I just want to record Mayday in that cart with uh, these animals. Uh, uh, <laughs> and we getting corn. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> bags and bags of corn. <laughs> We're going to fucking put Mayday in a fucking zoo, uh, a glue trap suit and <laughs> put corn all on down. it. <laughs> and they're going to eat corn off of Mayday. You enjoy that? Oh, I would fucking, I wouldn't stop laughing. I know you would. Mayday, you think you would hate this or you think, think you would like it? If we put Mayday in a corn suit in that fucking cart and drive around for 20 minutes, I guarantee I'll wake up the next day and my stomach hurts from fucking laughing. <laughs> that shit would be good. These animals ain't seen an orangutan in a long time. <laughs> Food. There's no way you would go to this, huh? There's no way. I don't know. Really? I would maybe go. I don't know. Really? I may go. I want to say you, you would enjoy it, but I don't really know. I don't know because it, it's. I would enjoy him going. I know you would. We know you would. Could I get some of the animal sounds? Because to me, that's kind of cool. Like they we get all of really them. Really make they made little squeaking noises every that's once it? in a while, but yeah, no. They didn't make. Like, <laughs> I mean, kinda. Like when they, when were, they eating, were eating. Or, <laughs> oh yeah, it sounds yeah. like Allie every Sunday. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Allie's a little animal. It's like Allie with My the pet monster, the fucking sun-dried pears or whatever they call <laughs> pears. Uh, Fuck pears. All right. Well, if you're wondering, it's in Folsom, Louisiana. It's called the Global Wildlife Center. It's got 4,000 exotic, endangered, and threatened animals from all over the world. 4,000 total, not different ones. They are a decent amount of animals, though, like different kinds. Just a few different type of deer, a few different type of um, cow or whatever you want to call that. That giraffe is a Do weird creature. It's like an alien. No, they don't have elephants. Ah. No, I kind of wish they did, but I think that they'd have they to had get bigger trunk guns. and baby zebra this Those time. are kind of cool. It was so cute to see a little baby zebra run around. There was donkeys, too. Baby donkeys, remember that? Yeah, they were pretty neat. Very cute. And the kangaroos, some of them had babies, and you could see it sticking out of the pouch. It was creepy looking, dude. Yeah. It was like, eh. Oh, no, yeah, it don't look very comfortable. It's like an <laughs> ear and a leg sticking out, and you're like, yeah, oh, is like that even weird, possible? Creepy, like red leg that doesn't have fur on it yet, and you're uh, like, oh, God, what is that? Yeah. I've never seen that before. I like that. 
<laughs> Do we also, the night before Thanksgiving, we went and seen Thriller versus Bad. That's at true. Southport Hall. Southport Ooh. Hall. Southport Hall. It feels like that was a month ago. It was a long weekend. Dude, Maynard would sing, was singing. A dude dressed up like Maynard. I saw any with the pool You thought that I was like Maynard? That. Okay. Yeah, he I, had I the little mohawk. He had he glasses. And, yeah. and, right. and short. Right. Like he was a little short guy. I'm like, ah, oh, this could this could be him, man. It's pretty neat. And a uh, uh, big, like he wasn't gigantic, but a, a, was decent a size. larger black yeah. guy. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. He was cool. I can't think of any Bernie Mac, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to get a visual. He was a little, he was a little chunky guy. He loved the fuck out of white t-shirts. At one point, he ripped one off of himself, but don't worry. He had a backup. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was, like, struggling to do it. And it poor thing. I felt bad for him. But he finally was he struggling got it or was he trying to, like, he was, like ham doing it all up? shit. And then finally, yeah, and then he got it to work. Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. I don't remember who the guy was. The, uh, the white guy. Oh, uh, oh, all right. I thought you were talking about Jared is, Leto in the I back. I think David Ancar. He, he is the, the son of Harvey Jesus. You know Harvey Jesus in the fire? Yeah. Wait, Mohawk yeah. is Harvey Jesus' kid? Uh-huh. All right. I thought he did very well. He had good stage presence. He sang the songs well. He performed and entertained it. He made it a whole pack. David Ancar is what it is. He put forth enough effort to, to learn like two of Michael Jackson moves and he used them the whole time right. but he was doing it and they were You're tough like, moves hey. kind of thing like right, dude, Michael Jackson's a fucking freak, freak of nature major. like right. sorry There's a, if you could dance and sing like Michael Jackson right. you're not going to be doing Michael Jackson cover shit right. at Southport like yeah. <laughs> Michael yeah. Jackson's like one of the top you know oh, it's like, of all times yeah, I researched it sing. he is and album wise he is the top the Thriller was for the longest time the best re- selling record in history period right. the end and it's like I mean, that's hard to do. And you got Quincy Jones and the baddest dudes. It's like, ah, goddamn. That's so impressive on so many levels. Yeah, they both, I thought, did a good job considering what they were doing. Yeah. yeah and they had a cute chick on the stage that did a good job, too. That would they be did my that old... and the guy with the, the top hat. Yeah, Jared the yeah, he kind of reminded me of him with the hair. He had his moments, but I wish they would have featured the chick a little more because she did that duet with the guy. And yeah, I thought that was, it was incredible. Really, really good. Really? Oh, yeah. She can sing her ass uh, off. So she you was couldn't a little tell underused. When she was a little the underused. And it, it still feels as a whole, they're still, if I had to guess, they've grown and they're still figuring things out, like what works and what doesn't. Because they have all the pieces. Just I can almost tell it's like they're still trying to figure out what works and what doesn't to some degree. But for the most part, they got a really tight production and it's relatively tight all the way around you know yeah. what I mean? awesome lights and everything they yeah. did a, i think they brought in all their own shit for the set and it looked great <laughs> yeah the <laughs> lights were pretty insane and they were playing some videos i've seen some, yeah. some thriller did. videos and yeah, shit yeah. that was cool the people did not do the the dance the thriller though i don't understand that uh, yeah, they did they at the very. And when I say the yeah, dance, know, the, it's the, a fucking zombie no, no. thing that you do, man. It's the easiest no, thing no. in the world. It yeah. opens up the video. Everybody oh, I that I thought everybody knew that fucking dance. You don't even have to be able to dance to do that. That's one of Michael Jackson's few moves that you don't even. You could be completely white and pull off. You think? Yeah, you gotta do that fucking dance. Everybody knows that. Where's the fu- and where was the leg? You gotta drag the leg, man. That's the fucking thing. I think Everybody they were trying, but it's just it's no. hard. It's a, that's nobody in the audience should. did yeah. it. Like yeah, I didn't get it. The audience was weird though. Yeah. There was like a bunch well, of people slow dancing Jackson and shit. Tribute. Like it was just a weird. I don't know. What? No, it's just the audience was weird too. It was a weird dynamic with them. 
to some yeah. degree, you know? Do you think that fucking child molestation thing really fucked up Michael Jackson bad? Bang. Like, it made it not cool to be a Michael Jackson fan. I definitely think there's a stigmatism when associated with that. It's stigma. almost kind of like eating Subway now. It's kind of like, I uh, don't want to have anything. Oh, from the yeah. guy who made Yeah, but that was yeah. a guy who just started dude, a commercial. When I was a kid, I didn't really know anything about so fuck, that's, Michael that's, Jackson's the dude making a sandwich. Look, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know anything Jared's about back there making a motherfucking sandwich? Uh, no. I think the controversy must have happened when I was small. I, w- I was born in 1988. All I know is my mom would just tell me stuff. Like, I never got to hear anything about his music or nothing. All I could hear is that Michael Jackson's a pedophile. He did some terrible shit to little boys. He's disgusting. And that's all I knew of him until I started, like, growing up. And then I got to hear his music. I'm like, well, damn, this dude was a beast. But, like, my whole life, I was, he was like a social pariah. Like, don't talk about him. He's terrible. Like, my mom was convinced that he was a fucking pervert. I don't know. I was freaked out on the sound of that voice. <laughs> uh, well, anything else from that show? Anything else? Stood out to y'all. You had a fun night all around. I had a, I had a pretty the fun lights. night. I enjoyed being in that section. As opposed to what? Oh, just any other music that was going on. I <laughs> 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 actually did see some fun people too. It was fun. Laddie was in full force. Yeah, I like that. I like when I he's like when out he's there. I like when he's having fun. Yeah. He likes that, like, 80s Yacht Rock kind of Jackson, you know, Hollow Notes, all that kind of stuff. He likes he anything enjoys that fun stuff. and flamboyant, yeah. I think. Like, it's something that you can put for him to wear his fucking Sperry's, that's his ticket. <laughs> you know? Well, when I first ran into to Mark, the boss, he was not too, too happy. I couldn't understand exactly what he said. It was loud at the moment. But I can tell you, he, he was slightly agitated. Lock the doors. <laughs> But man, they started playing a little string of really good songs, and yeah. I, he had his wife there with him. Yeah. Well, hopefully, that was his wife. Yeah. Because I said it was. So. It is. Yeah. yeah. He had some broad with him oh. that night. <laughs> Usually, don't see him always uh, with the penis right. touching and hanging on and making out with guys. Yeah. But this time, he actually had a woman there, so I figured it was his wife. What do I and win? he looked like he was having a good time and just kind of wanted a crowd, and I could see he enjoyed himself. And that made it worth it for me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, look at that. All right, cool. See that? Some nights it's just, hey, enjoy yourself. Yeah, bag that up. Got to enjoy the fruits of his, you know. Well, he enjoys the fruits, all right. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, fun night. Good, Always a good time over there at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Drank it. Your singing voice is ready. Dude, at the movies this week, the disaster artist. And it stars James Franco. And from what I've seen from the trailer, he's like an independent filmmaker and he's making a movie. And now this is a movie about an independent filmmaker who's making a movie also. So I'm sure the two movies will intertwine somehow. And I'm watching, I'm like, I I can't even get through the trailer. Like, I I don't know if I think if James Franco's funny or not. He's not. Oh, I can tell you. I can clear that out. He's not funny at all. Um, Yes, he is. Sorry. No, he's not. All right, Sorry to let you on What what did he do that was funny? Like a movie played? Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Other than. What do you mean other than? You can't. That's. You can't. I know. He's like a fucking legendary movie. Yes, he is. He's fucking incredible in that. He is not funny. He's terrible. Seth Rogen is barely. Not Seth Rogen. James Franco. I understand, but. Seth Rogen barely made it through the Both movie. Both of those the, motherfuckers oh, no, were funny, dude. All right, have you seen James Franco funny in anything else? Yes. You have? They had the end of the world movie they did. That was good. I never saw that. 
Was it good? Shit. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. But I mean, it wasn't Pineapple Express, but it was Did pretty you see good. It? They played themselves. Never saw that one. I'm right. not a huge James Franco fan. I've seen him in a couple different movies. He was in like Spider Man, and I liked him in that. He wasn't funny, but he was a good actor. Oh, yeah, he definitely wasn't funny. Yeah, in that. no. He, he just, every time I've seen him, I'm like, that's James Franco. Like, they build him up. He's one of those guys, kind of like Louis C.K., that they build him up so much. Like, you need to like him. You need to like him. Um, and every time I see him, I feel like he is not. He's like, this is this is what all the hype's about. Like, this it's because y'all right, are dying. I didn't really pay attention. No, because I like a lot of guys. Answer me a question. Answer me a question. Answer me a question. Answer me a question. What? Besides being cute, that's fine. Um, what part did he play in the Pineapple Express movie? One of the stone- fucking lead character. Him and fucking Seth Rogen were two guys together. He was the he weed was a, dealer. Yeah, he was a pot dealer. Oh, he was yeah. the one that was like, man, fuck Jeff Goldblum, man. That dude was very funny in that movie. He was great. And he had a fucking he monkey that taught how to play. I think he 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 was he no, acted dude, out the, a well written script is not for him. Pineapple Express. You're thinking of oh. Grandma's Boy. Oh, oh yeah, that no, him good. is fucking incredible. Yeah, no, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express is the one where they make the cross joint thing, oh, and they, they go. They did smoke. that in every movie. Yeah, no, they did it in this one. But <laughs> that was like. had to go on like a fucking journey. Remember, fucking Danny McBride was in it, and he was like the dude, and is. they were after him or whatever, and then they fucking and they were trying to find that weed, and dude was getting killed. Ah, oh, dude, it's yeah. terrible. Sorry. I think I Fucking watched great movie. We had I thought it. Grandma's Boy was better. Oh, Grandma's Boy is for me top five movies. Funny, I don't like that dude. Seth Pineapple Rogen. Express one of funny. I don't think he's funny. I don't like his dude. Humor he's that funny he in that movie, dude. All right, maybe if you're a twelve-year-old girl. Uh, Bullshit! Uh, you left. You. I remember you saying you like Pineapple Express. Yeah, I like that. Though it was all right. It's fucking funny. I wouldn't go that far. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Whatever, dude. Well, fuck you. Then. So do you? You've seen the trailer for this movie, the, the, the uh, Disaster Artist. I kind of see it almost like a man in the moon thing. Like, he's playing some dude that was obviously had problems, right? Y- did you watch the trailer? Yes, that's why I'm saying it to you. All right. It reminds me of Jim Carrey having to play Andy Kaufman. Like, he's playing somebody who's like a fucking disaster, right? But this guy, I guess it's not the same thing as maybe Andy Kaufman's actually talented and genius, where this guy doesn't seem like he's really that good. He's just fucking crazy. But it seems like J- uh, James Franco does get into the character, and I think he's kind of like that in general. He's good at playing demented characters and weird fucking people. So I think he's perfect for it. I don't know. I don't think I don't like the movie that much. Like, I don't think the concept looks great or even if it's a true thing that happened, I don't care about it. But I think he doesn't look like he's the problem if there is one, you know. Well, it's in any directing this movie. Right. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I don't know if he's doing that, too. Yeah, that's this is him trying to do his uh, breakout. Why is it trying? The, Why? OK, anyway, we also watch Punisher. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. You picked these people, right? I didn't pick this. You made this whole list. About? I didn't even know we're talking I'm about saying, this. I'm saying you picked James Franco and you based him, this being a quality movie or you're taking up for this horrible trailer that's out there with a very unendearing, poorly acted. I watched this trailer and I want the trailer to end. <laughs> Don't you think it's supposed to be like that, though? Yeah. And, he, and what he's saying is he doesn't like and has no desire to see that because Same that here. looks that bad. Same Correct. here, but I think it's done well. It's just supposed to be shit. What's well about it? The, it's supposed to be... The guy's not supposed to be a good filmmaker. It's, it's supposed to suck stompers. like it's supposed to be... Crap. No, I think it's a little it's deeper than that. Crap. But that's what it. No, that's what it sounds like. In it real is. life, this was a shit show. So the movie is about the shit show. So it's supposed to be portraying... This is how uncomfortable this was in real life. Like, I think they did a good job of that. The trailer definitely portrayed to me an uncomfortable situation on all fucking cylinders, so to speak. Yeah, I don't know how you got money to make this. 
Who cares? Well, it'll be his last one because it's going to bomb. <laughs> Dude, America <laughs> agrees with me. We learn that more and more each week. I think I'm out of touch, but I'm not. Some things that we do agree on. I'd say most people like the Punisher series. Everybody that oh, I've great. seen on Facebook that, that seem to have watched it have all at least liked it enough to where they had to comment on Facebook that they liked it. Oh, wow. Except that's for the Chad Lott from Scary Thoughts, he said, no, go watch Rambo and John Wick. But it's like, why? This is something different. Yeah, I don't why get that. Why watch that shit again? Probably because he's a liberal fag, <laughs> and he's trying to take oh, away everybody's guns. He has Chad Lott trying to take your guns. He's in Come there. He's breaking in your house right now. Trying to steal your guns with his Antifa fucking God damn, his dude. group of, of liberals <laughs> I think maybe the show was too brutal for some people. That's, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Bullshit. Some people don't like blood and gore. One, uh, one thing I know for sure, Mayday, I started suffering PTSD again. I'm having yeah. nightmares. I got PTSD because of going to see Dunkirk, and this triggered oh, it. I God started damn. sweating. I was hiding in the uh, the pantry. <laughs> that really happened? I was eating crackers. I did have nightmares. That's for sure. I had nightmares from the Punisher series, definitely. What the fuck, huh? It's just you we get in that world it, for way. too long. Oh, really? We watched like three episodes in a row, at, like last night. How many night. are there total? Thirteen. Wow. Yeah. Half an hour. Up, give or take. Forty-five, fifty oh, minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. That's... It does its typical series thing. The way I'm like, all right, I'm interested. And I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of slow. Oh holy shit! It hits some kind of peak in the middle, and then kind of dips down, and you get an episode where it's like readjusting the shit that just happened, and then the climax though fucking drags out. Like, dude, they don't fuck around. It's not like one major episode where all kinds of, you know, action shit goes down. They sprinkle it in in the beginning, and then the end, like, last, like, three episodes or something, it was just brutal oh, as fuck. Yeah. Like, if it would have yeah. started like that, it would have never been able to get to that level again. The level they go to at the end of this thing is like, wow. Really? Like, you really that went hardcore? there. They fuck, fucking dude, right. it it's got brutal. brutal. It damn near gets damn. horror movie. Really? Shit at, at wow. Yeah, it, it gets like, gruesome. Fuck. And intense. Inc- That's why I'm like, ah, no, watch it. Yes, it, there's a lot of lines that you can draw to Rambo. Like, even just down to the storyline with it. And uh, take away the shooting. And uh, I mean, the storyline's kind of the same. It's about soldiers coming back from war that seen and done things that uh, either because of their jobs or things that happen over there keeps coming back into their life and then one of the guys ends up becoming a homegrown terrorist that just the more he dug and, and learned about the things the government was doing and shit that he uh, he just had enough so man it was like impactful and like the story was good it was not this was does not fit if I had to all right, if I want to complain alright and it's not even a complaint this is just kind of a fact Besides the chick from the the reporter, what's her name? Karen Page, who's yeah. from Daredevil. Take her out of it, and this doesn't even fit into that fucking Marvel superhero network on Netflix. Besides him being in Punisher, I mean Daredevil. That's what Tidbit said. <clears throat> yeah, it's is, a, it's, this is why what, you would like it. Probably. Yeah, that's what what intrigues me about it. It's also kind of a complaint for me because I kind of wish know, it you, did. You kind of like it, but it's kind of nice. It's that, not even about liking it. No, it's I like having his thing on the side. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So, all right. You're so we watched like Jim and Andy. <laughs> Come on, go ahead. What? No, we we invested a lot of time in this. Please talk about it. <laughs> it's just no. It that's that world. 
Like, I'm sorry, it did go superhero shit to where he's getting shot multiple times. He's fucking, like, the amount of punishment that he's taken. You like that or you don't like what that? What do you mean? Do I like it or not? You like, like that aspect of the... I don't mind. This is like fiction for me. I'm not right. watching it for a documentary and, and, <coughs> and realness to yeah. be accurate. Right. I'm watching it to be entertained. Right. And things are usually entertaining when they're not real. That's why you're looking for entertainment. Not real. So I do think it went to that level. So it would be no difference if somebody was genetically modified by the government to be super strong and they could punch through a wall in the series. It's not that big of a deal to me. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, his it just sounds like a little bit on the bo- the Luke Cage kind of tip, you know. But you're saying it's not; it's only on a couple little things, but not that extreme. He's more like Batman. He's just a badass human. He's not really right. mod- he doesn't really have superpowers. He's just a fucking brutal. And just I like, like in comic book movies, the amount of da- and I didn't even say comic book movies, action movies, the amount of shit that these like heroes go through is fucking literally impossible. Right. Like they recover sure. in fucking seconds because the movie's only two hours. <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? So, but all, so you you would kind of rather it if whenever he did get shot multiple times, somehow they would have had to end up getting Claire to come do it or something. So you'd feel I like wish it was they more in interjected that universe into it a little more because it is part of this series of of shows that you're watching. I don't think it hurt it because if somebody who's a non fan of that gets to watch and enjoy this series and actually gives it a try because they don't think it's like going to be like a comic book, then that's great. Great for the whole series. It's not a radio. Hello. What up, man? What up, man? How are you? I'm pretty good. Did you watch Punisher? No, I haven't had a chance to watch oh, it yet. Hang up on now. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, dude? No, not a whole lot. Not no. a whole lot. Just getting back from getting back from vacation. Good stuff. Yo, are y'all so mad at us? Hanging out. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't no, send us no, nothing? No, uh, it's... The Monday, I, I keep trying to make the ginger understand that if we're going to record on Mondays now, we have to do the not real movie news on Monday. Hey. But, you know. I did. So, yeah, I have to. I'm going to have to explain that again to him tomorrow night. So Maybe hey. he's mad. It was the, the fucking Demi Gorgon haircut <sighs> joke that got him. Yeah, right. Maybe I he's mad. That him off. I'm very pissed he's about mad. that. <laughs> not me. I'm not, I'm not mad at all. All right. Yeah, that's what happened, man. You change one little thing out of repetition, it fucks everything up. That's it. You are correct, sir. Nice. So, anyway, I'm calling to give you some not real. I'm giving calling to give you some not real movie rumors this time around. So, all right, here's your intro. So the intro. Oh, I gotta wait. We are popcorn, piss, and vinegar, and this is not real movie rumors. My name's Chris. All right, so our rumors are is that the um, uh, Joss Whedon, who was the uh, guy who unsuccessfully, quote-unquote, fixed Justice League, has been fired from the Batgirl movie, which he is supposed to direct, um, I think, sometime next year. Um, that's the rumor. But um, it's conflicting. People can't determine, or haven't confirmed whether this has happened or not. So, um so uh, they're saying that the reason why is because he promotes feminism, but um, he cheated. He cheated on his wife. So um, now we've gone from sexual molestation now all the way to just infidelity. So that's the, so that's the next thing. So yeah, so that that's the one rumor. But the one that I think is really funny, and they haven't determined whether this has happened or not, is um, apparently there's some kind of Easter egg. There's some kind of Easter egg that's in 
Justice League that um that that they have a homeless guy that's standing in there and um and what he's doing is um he's holding up a sign that said I tried and they're saying that Zach um, um uh, Joss Whedon put that in the movie saying that I tried to fix it but I failed <laughs> so god damn man so yeah so that's the that's the and I'm really hoping that's true because yeah I mean I, I can't blame that guy for anything he did I mean Warner came in and they realized that they had a piece of, you know, hot garbage and they tried to get this guy to fix it and they couldn't it fix garbage. it. You know what I mean? The so best that's movie. That's exactly what it's called, cheese. The best so. movie from this whole DC universe through the last couple of years, the best movie is yet to be made and that's going to be the one about the making of these movies. I think you're absolutely right. I, and, and they did a, a really good documentary that was on a failed Superman movie that was supposed to start Nick, uh, Nicolas Cage and directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> and um, that documentary is really awesome if you want to check it out. It's called The Death of Superman Lives. Yeah, it sounds and, um, cool. And it's a really, really cool documentary. And there's another one that's, uh, that's supposed to um, deal with a, a, another documentary that deals with the Justice League movie that was failed. It was directed by the guy, it's supposed to be directed by George Miller, who is famous for Mad Max. So um, Mad Max was supposed to, he was supposed to do a Justice League movie that also fell apart with the writer's strike. And uh, from what I saw from his concept art, it looked like stuff that spilled right off the comic book pages. So that's probably another good movie that had a shot at being made, but it didn't get made. So I think you're right on that, Zara, is that it's going to come down to a point eventually to where you're going to see more documentaries about failed attempts to make these horrible movies than, than anything else. So I think you're on to something there. Hell so, yeah, man. Well, dude, I heard your passionate review on the last PPV guys about Justice League. Man, you really saved a lot. You were very passionate, heated. You let you had time to to just let it boil in there. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I told the guys that I, I said I want to go and do one on Not Real Radio. I enjoyed going on there and doing the review, but you know, I think um, I, I got I, I got so much to, to say about the movie. I think that I can save some stuff for PPV. And yeah, it was a it was a. a yeah, I mean, that's all I could do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Laddie, man. I'm passionate about these characters. And yeah, Warner's not doing any justice to them. They're just getting some fucking town goon jack leg, you know, to, to, to make these movies. And he's gone now, but the question is, has the damage been done to where it's going to keep the audiences away? I mean, the movie underperformed incredibly, and it got, it, just as I predicted, it got stomped this weekend by a Pixar movie. Yeah, so, it's pretty crazy you know, that they, it's... it's outdone Wonder Woman so much. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. I well, didn't outdo Wonder Woman. And they said that they don't even expect it to outdo that. Right. So, That's I mean, Wonder Woman, nuts to me. It's crazy. Right. I mean, you, you have the three most popular characters in the history of comic books, and you can't make that work. It, it just blows my mind. And in one but, movie. You know, like it wasn't right, like they right, put out three, three movies and right. people were like, "All right, oh, no, I'm sick no, of this uh, shit." They like they were coming off the back of three incredible Batman movies, yeah. and then that one movie yeah, was yeah. so bad. No, uh, I. Agree. about 1.5 million a billion i'm sorry 1.5 billion i mean the only real kind of like you know uh 
genre movies that have really outgrossed it is Star Wars The Force Awakens and Avatar. That's really it. There's not a comic book movie yet that has dethroned the first Avengers movie. And I don't think there will be. I think that the hype is starting to die down. I think that things now are starting to kind of, they're starting to take that, they've, they've peaked, so to speak. Well, you know, think, Marvel, they're I doing what their happens, thing. But you, you start with nothing, right, in the creative process. You start with no product, no idea, no concept, no characters. You were in the, the abyss of nothingness. And then you start narrowing it down, and we're going to go, all right, we have this product that's not worth anything, or it's a failed product that is, you know, stagnant. And now you're going to make it something. So you're limitless on what it can be. And so you start dumping these ideas and all these creative, fresh things because you're creating something out of nothing. It grows over time if you're lucky and it catches on a certain you know, group in the population. It's usually a relatively small amount of people. You start inspiring them and connecting with them. They go out and do the guerrilla marketing themselves by spreading, spreading on social media and talking things up. And then it gets to a size to where you got all those people. You got your hardcore people. Now you're starting to branch into the, the, moder- the Fairweather Saints fans who all of a sudden become overly interested in a football game that they didn't give two shits a fuck four games ago. So then you got those people. And once you get those people, it becomes very hard to grow. And the whole goal is to gain more people or not lose people. And then it goes, the creative ideas and just the, the creative process itself gets thrown out the window to market research and trying to please people. And as the same goes kind of for politics and, and voting, then that's, all it's for and you're going to get lackluster product and lackluster creativity because it's not done for that person purpose anymore and then you lose the, the small percent of the population who made you what you were leave because they don't want subpar entertainment that's why it left in the first place and then you lose them and then slowly it trickles down to nothing because 75 percent of the population just does whatever people like me tell them <laughs> No, no, you're, I'm spot on. I mean, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that, that's that's what it is. It, it, you know, it's always something that's always great. But the thing with it is it's a matter of trying to, like, squeeze the stone. You know, squeeze the stone for as much blood as you can. You know, the blood being money. You know, and I mean, that's that's just it. It goes to the point to where it it just becomes a, a big deal. You know, it just it comes down to that. It becomes nothing but a big money machine. You know, and the James Guns and all those guys eventually kind of get lost in the fray. You know? So, I mean, that's what it, what it comes down to. That's it. Well, so. Unfortunately, Superman has to die for longer than one movie to bring him back and it would be worth something again. White as fuck. <laughs> yep. That's it, man. Good shit, so. brother. Well, cool, man. Good talking to you. Absolutely. Y'all have a fantastic night. Bye, right, guys. Man, you too. All righty. Later, man. The Elder. Bye. From PPV Guys. You can check them out. PPVGuys.com. Pop piss and vinegar. Subscribe to him on YouTube. Better give him five stars four and stars. write four a stars. review. Four stars. Four, Just four? four stars. All right, four stars. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> We're not getting five until we until we get another show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're holding right. back that extra star. That's the missing link. <laughs> Trying to lure him in with a, an extra star. I got some extra stripes from the helmet laying around. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to give Punisher to wrap that up. I'm going to give it eight czars. I think it was above average. It was fucking brutal. It was intense. It was a thought-provoking uh, story to where I'm like, man, that's some real-ass shit. They took some real-ass shit that goes on with these, you know, these poor guys that go out and, and go to war. And it's not just about... 
them and killing. It's like the psychology of it. Oh, Though yeah. all the acting in and all the actors were good. I think Tyree is cra- uh, correct when he says that guy Bernthal or whatever his name is is fucking nuts. Yeah. Because if not, he's an incredible actor. That's There's good. some fucking angry, violent parts in it, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man, really? that was awesome. Yeah, nice. you know, I'm a big fan of that. Like, yeah. I have a low anger problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't get to strike people like this, but I bet you it would be fun, like, to do, like, to act in this movie. You know? Oh, yeah. Shit's going down. Not to be the guy getting slammed around much. That's Luke. Guys like Luke Hawks' job. Not me. I'm going to be a person that does the slamming. I'm going to have to be a superhero. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I don't know. I think you might like it. It's pretty intense. I'll probably watch a little bit. Yeah. I think we're next we're going to try to dive back into Mindhunter. Oh, yeah. I hadn't started that, that either. And we're going to do Netflix in December, so who knows? Right. There's, like, there's some shit, other shit yeah. coming out that we'll talk about next yeah, hour. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, Jim and Andy, what'd you think of it? You watched it. Oh, incredible. Incredible. That dude took it so far. Like, he channeled it. Like when Jim I saw, Carrey, you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Jim Carrey channeled Andy Kaufman. There is zero doubt in my mind that that motherfucker became him and Tony Clifton for the year or whatever that filming was. I mean, he berated people. He insulted people. He did what Andy would have done. And from what I could tell, he embodied him so much that it was almost like therapeutic for the dad, the sister, the ex-girlfriends to see and talk to him. because That was so married, fucking weird. Right? As Jim Carrey in character yeah, yeah, talks to uh, yeah. Andy Kaufman's family members. Right, right, right. Like his dad. As Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Like, fuck. That oh, was heavy, weird shit. And the part that got me, that's there were two things. The, the part that got me was... Jim talking about him as a third person and after going yeah I think I pissed some people off I think I went over the line sometimes but I felt like I needed to to portray this properly and he kind of admitted like hey I didn't know who I was after that I had to kind of reset and relearn who I was because that was such an undertaking for so long that was incredible and that scene in when he was getting his makeup and hair done and he got into an argument with uh, Zamuda and he started having the fight with the dad. Oh, no, 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 no. He was fighting with the dad that the portrayed dad. the dad, the yeah. fake dad, like they really did. And it got so heated that uh, Andy Kaufman, Jim, got teared up. The guy got, the fake dad got mad. And then the makeup girl started crying yeah, and yeah. going. How, how great was that? That And actually went, that's exactly what my dad and I did. And like had to take a minute to go, that was some real shit. Like, holy shit. was acting. Shit. Yeah. Like, what? And I don't even know if it was acting as much as it was so legit. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, I think this is something we forget. I think a child learns at an early age. One of the few things they say is like a very next level thinking type shit is when a kid learns to lie. Like, there's no other animal. And it might be. All right. Some of the fucking shapeshifters, uh, color changes, chameleons and things. But I don't know. We lie. Like, we learn to lie. Oh, yeah. Kids learn yeah. to cry. Are they sad? Yeah, they kind of sad, cause they, but are they playing it up? Right, so yes. they get, yeah. So it's, it's like, a, to me, an actor is taking this situation and then believe you have to believe in it. Like, I think, say Jim Carrey, uh, Pet Detective. Yeah, he can probably jump in and out of that character pretty easy. Right. One, he sure. invented it. Right. He's not trying to mimic something. He invented it. And it's just him Part of his turned DNA. up to 10. Right. 
Well, for him to play Andy Kaufman, I don't think you could just jump in and out of that. Right. That would be a mental fucking wreck for him as a, a human being. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when he went there, because it was a hard thing to do in a far stretch, not that, not that far, but, dude, Andy Kaufman is a weird motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he like, he's just different. Right, and he always wanted to keep people guessing. That was his big... Well, I don't think no one... Oh, what's his name? Samuda. A couple of people in it said, right. oh, they the, were the in- King Lawler, the wrestling, yeah. which some of that shit was super funny. Right. He decides he's going to fuck with the wrestler like he thought Andy right. Kaufman yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, He was start tormenting He him. was on camera, Andy Kaufman with the King, all the time. Right. And the King at one point is like, man... I know Andy. Just not how he acted. <laughs> like Andy, me and him had a great relationship. He wasn't always like this. But Jim Carrey was like, "This is all I know of Andy." Right. So I'm so gonna be giving it hundred percent. Right. Yeah. But I remember in the movie though, you do see all the sides of Andy. But I think the personal side is the one that was the hardest to probably get right. But they had his buddy, it's the guy that started. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. That did Tony Clifton. <laughs> and he said he ended up right. He wrote. Like right. half of Andy's career, like towards the end, he sure. was Andy's writer because yeah, Andy yeah. ran through all his material and was like, "I need more right. shit." So yeah. he, he laughs at one point. And he's like, "Yeah, the second half of the movies is me." Oh, nice. All right. You know, he wrote. You know, meaning that he wrote a lot of jokes and shits sure. for Andy, and that guy was fucking great. And, and it was he, really cool right. that he probably knew Andy better than than anybody. But one other highlight that I really really liked is. I got a lot more respect for Jim after this. Really? Oh, yeah. He went somewhere for me. He, I would put him up on, like, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Depp going that far and that extreme, like, living with a person, doing research, doing your homework, like, em- embodying him. Right. You know? And there's very few actors I would consider on that level. That was really incredible. And the other fact that uh, he pulled it off, like, when you watch the side-by-side comparison, it's like, Wow. Like in the Carnegie Hall, where he actually went to Carnegie Hall, he actually performed. He actually had the rocket. They actually had it snow. You know, like all those things down to the wire, and you watch side by side. You're like, holy shit, that dude is, that is fucking Andy Kaufman. Like, that's incredible. Definitely, Allie. What'd you think? That was awesome. I enjoyed every bit of it. I mean, it was crazy to see, and I never saw anything with Andy Kaufman. I also didn't see the movie, so I didn't know anything before watching it, other than Jim Carrey's a freak of nature. And yeah, it was awesome. I liked Did all. Did y'all watch Man in the Moon after? Nope. He told all me right. we couldn't because it's too sad. Uh, it does get sad at the end, especially how I he forgot about that. All that. Oh yeah, me too. Didn't like that about the documentary. My favorite... I'd advise you to turn it off five minutes early. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part out of the whole movie, and I didn't even know they did this, and I'm glad they showed it, is when Tony Clifton went to the Playboy party. And then Jim Carrey Holy showed shit. up, yeah, and then that's he great. got all bent in shape, and they're like, "We need to tape," and all oh, that. Yeah, was cool. God, how fucking funny was that? Yeah, that was fantastic. I'm going to give it six czars. I thought it was above average documentary. The things I didn't like about it, if I had to complain, which I like to, <laughs> is uh, a little bit self-entitlement, kind of, I don't know what you would call it. it yeah. Maybe not self-entitlement. A little bit of Jim Carrey yeah. to it. It's like, well, that's great, dude. Right. What do you mean? All right. So something he said in it that I didn't care for, and I'm like, ah, you're kind of fucking putz. Smug. I don't care. And, like, I still think you're an amazing actor. Right. I still right. enjoy the movies. I still give you all the credit in the world. But, like, him as a person, his big thing was money. He was like, oh, I wrote myself a check for this much money. Uh, and I, I made it yeah. before my right. goal, $10 million. And then when his dad dies, 
it was a big thing with money. I, oh, I, I wrote a check for $10 million and I put it in my dad's no, pocket. No, he never cashed the check. The it doesn't check. matter. It was a sign of yeah. his success. It doesn't matter. Everything was a sign of success, was money with him. That was a big deal for him. I'm not saying it's wrong. That's what he chose success was. But at the end of the film, when he's gloating like he doesn't care, like, and he over he overcame, like, an, a problem that he had of maybe thinking success was money, and then he realized it wasn't. He's not a poor guy. <laughs> right. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, money's not a problem now or focus to you now because you have it all. Right. I get it. Like, but... I want to see him be yeah, a struggling... he said he did everything he wanted to do and he was still unhappy. Like, that's... He's basically telling you, like, hey, you can fight your whole life to get something and to get somewhere and realize that's not what really makes you happy. I think he was giving it less. Yeah, and I think... I think you may have skimmed across the whole dad thing, how money was a problem. He was homeless. It, money was a big to-do in his family. And the fact that his dad chose the life to do that and it failed him. You know what I mean? Like he settled. I just for think me. It, it. He took it as something that he overcame. And it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah I you're can, rich now. That's why it's not a problem. No, like, I, I get it. Like I've, I've kind of heard that mentality before, but it's almost a goal. Like it's almost like a wish, wish it, want it, do it have it happen to you but it's also like a motivation for them to kind of like have a level of success where you can now do things that you couldn't do before a lot of doors are unlocked like and not make movies because i don't see him in much anymore well, yeah but he's made his money i'm saying up until that i'm sure he's worth a lot more than 10 million dollars but up until there he hit that threshold you know what i mean where he could he didn't have to necessarily worry quite as much about certain things. I still don't and like he's established. him. I watch him. I like him less as a person. Really? I like him more as an artist and less as a person. Really? Right. Well, it's just indifferent. Like, I don't really care, but he didn't win me over with his, his personality. All right. He did seem a little smug. I'll give I him that at the end. he was just being honest. And I definitely think he was being honest. Like, he was brutal. Like, I'm just going to lay it all out on the table, go, and that's it. Yeah, so if you were to cut that out completely and just have more, I don't know, scenes? Yeah. There were some scenes, but not a whole lot. Eh. Yeah, but I, I enjoy the fact that I could see more of the inner workings of that movie. Because I've seen that yeah. movie a couple times, and it's a great movie. But to see that side of things after not, you know, being away from it for a little while... Well, Low Wild was really nice. Like, it was kind of cool to see that and made me appreciate it all the more. I know? do want to watch Man in the Moon again, but I, I can't, couldn't Stop watch it that minutes. close. <laughs> I couldn't watch it that close to, to watching this whole thing. It's just been overload. But Tony Clifton, that shit is fucking great, and I want to see more of that. Dude, we'll finish up this hour. We've seen Valerian. Is that it? Valerian. Valerian. We've seen it, finally. How was it? it? Watched it on the, the small screen. Yep. That was and mistake one. No, mistake one was they fucking played that goddamn Queen Latifah movie in Dolby and not this when it came out, so we didn't get to go see it. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, we went ah. to go see this. We wanted to go see the movie the in Dolby wait, Theater. Who the fuck puts that? Dolby and fucking Clearview. Ah. That's who did it. That and is dumb. Dude, this would have been so incredible in Dolby. Yeah. It looked fucking awesome. Uh, I don't I'm care sure. what anybody says. Some part, you always hear shit. The CGI was fucking cool. Oh, it looked awesome. Like, it does not look real. I understand that, but the fucking goddamn alien creature ain't don't, not a real looking motherfucker. As far as like a fantasy space yeah. kind of weird movie, yeah. it was fucking cool. I the, loved it. I like that I didn't know the actor and actress, the main characters Carol at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know them. I wasn't watching right. them yeah, yeah. for them. I had no, sure. nothing to, to compare them to. I thought they were cool. The dude's kind of a weird little guy. Nerdy kind of reminds guy. me of a Leonardo DiCaprio kind of guy when he was younger. The chick's cool. Like She had a neat look to her, and acting was kind of neat. I thought it was... You don't see many of this like cool couple. Like The, the chick was a strong character, right. but it wasn't overblown Overbearing to where she's so bullshit. smart and great and the fucking dude's an idiot. Like, right. no, right. it was kind of like... They both were. They were equal equals. partners. I like that. Right. And I thought that was well done nice. because it didn't... They didn't have an agenda. They were pushing right. I didn't watch a fucking two-hour propaganda right. piece. It was just about a cool couple with personalities and weird aliens and crazy characters. And Rihanna was in it, and I yeah. thought she was pretty fun to watch. Like, she pulled it off. She plays a very odd character. And... I consider her an artist, neat. man. She's one of those few that it's like, yeah, I'd watch her in movies. You know, she's easy on the eyes. She's damn good at what she does. Oh, but you can't watch fucking uh, Gal Gadot. <laughs> nah, fuck no, dude. Oh, Rihanna compared to Gal Gadot is not even in the same league, dude. Sorry. That's just me, man. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm being honest. He right. likes his women like he likes his coffee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's about it. Any any darker than that, that's not going to work. <laughs> no, Rihanna looked really oh, good, man. She was in good shape. Man. She did a great job. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it seven czars, and I really wish I would have seen it in Dolby. I don't think it's a great movie. I'm not gonna say it's most amazing. Oh, that shit would have been fucking ten or nine, and uh, what you call this it? Was it just, was awesome. This is just a fun movie about. to watch. I liked it. So, Allie, what'd you think? I thought it was great. How many throat punches? I mean, I, there wasn't anything I really didn't like about it. Maybe throw punch now, to you for one, not watching in Dolby. There you go. One throw punch for not be, being in Dolby. Yeah, but the, it doesn't get the movie. Oh, but, yeah, but last time you gave throw punches because people were chewing in a movie. So oh, that yeah, doesn't, I'll punch the, same the fuck shit. out of that, motherfucker. No, but no, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie, man. I, I, it was cool as fuck. I wish I could have seen it on a big screen. I thought it looked beautiful. It was There's a lot of different ideas in it and shit that made me think about like the universe and shit. And I don't know. It was just it brought you to a whole nother world of like. I don't know. It was a very good science fiction space movie. Yeah, I think the director was the same one from, uh, shit. Oh, Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking too par. I love me some Fifth Element, dude. That's an incredible movie. Yeah, this was close to it. Didn't have, I don't know if the actors reached as good as Chris that. Tucker and Bruce Bruce Willis. Yeah. Wasn't anything and, uh, too ridiculous. What's her it? name it was, that plays I mean, there in was some, it? Lilo. Oh, fucking Angelina Jovovich or whatever? Wrong. Yeah. Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Oh, dude. Chicken good. Bing. Yeah, she she made the movie. I give her that. That and, and dude, Gary Oldman in that movie is fucking oh, incredible. Oh, yeah, that's right. That movie was dude, incredible. That whole yeah. scene. I don't know if I'm going to put these actors up that high, but it, it had was its good. moments. Yeah. It was still good. And they're young, too. Like, these actors are like 21, 22. So right, it's kind of like... there he's kind of grabbing established characters right. or something. 40, 50, you know? Yeah. But still... I'll watch it when it comes out. I'll definitely watch that one. I remember seeing the preview for it. That shit looked incredible. Something we also found out. This is it. Oh, fuck. We got an alley investigation. Do you no, have one? Don't. No. All right. Can this be your investigation? What? Is this something I investigated? Kind of, yeah. Welcome so, to Alley Investigations with your host, Allie. What's it about? You got to tell me. The forward or backwards in time thing. You remember the argument early in the week? Mm-hmm. I was so amazed that this existed. I didn't know this problem existed. Yeah, neither did I. But obviously it does. 
I don't think this is really that important. You want to talk about this? I just thought it was interesting. We don't have to talk about it long. It's just something kind of cool to think about because I was surprised, kind of like the 4A battery. I did not know it existed. Quadruple A. This is a problem that exists that I did not know. Okay. So he was saying, like, if you had an appointment and they said we need to push it back or we need to push the time back. Right, and say the appointments originally. Oh boy, at here we go. Two, is that Tuesday how we're doing this? Twelve o'clock. Yeah, give a day. Tuesday, twelve no, o'clock. No, say Wednesday. It's easier. Wednesday, twelve o'clock p.m. And lunch time. Okay. And the, the appointment gets there. pushed back. Where does it go? It's gonna get pushed to Tuesday or something like that. And it's gonna be pushed backwards in time. And Mayday would say it goes to if we're at Wednesday, twelve o'clock. It would go past one p.m. on Wednesday to Thursday. Oh, and you don't think that's like going that. forward instead of backwards? No. That's this is amazing. Right, it's not forward in time, right. though. Back Jesus. to what? Right, you want to instantly want to argue about it? I want to tell you. I thought you. this was supposed to be a discussion. It is. It's not an argument. argument. The discussion is <laughs> that both people are correct. Right. I like, know. Both people are correct, and it, I didn't know. It's one of those weird things. I never knew to where it existed either. But and then when we asked Steve, he was on Allie's side, yeah. so that was two yep. to two. Weird. So yep. I was just curious of how many people out there are or backwards, backwards or right, forwards. forwards. Everybody I've ever worked with professionally has always been when you push a meeting back from 12 o'clock, it's going to go to Thursday or Friday. And I think the, the key word there is push. Right. Because you, you are the standard of time. Right. Now is right. now. And if right. you push We're something relevant. away, Relative. you push the date Correct. back Further, right. in time. Right. Like it's not, it's going to happen later. And the yeah, cool thing is back. not everybody thinks of it like that. No, I know. That makes like sense. Like Ali or Steve. Like right, I'm, how? But how would back be forward? I don't it know. It can't be. That's a, why. <laughs> you pushing something back? Is it moving back there or yes. it's moving forward? No, it's moving further back. away. Right, it's moving right. on the back. calendar. It's moving back. The calendar goes forward. No, it don't. <laughs> calendar yeah. don't go back. You move forward on the calendar. If I'm moving it back on the calendar, it's going to the day before, not the day after. I'm sorry. Well, we, I'm glad you're not my secretary. <laughs> How many too. fucking things? I've never missed nothing. I'd, I'd be like, wait, what do you mean today? It's tomorrow. Tell you I'm good at my job, and none of us use front and back and forward and backwards. We just say we're gonna reschedule this. Like, no, we don't use all those weird front and back I've shit. I've always had, I've always had bosses that have been like, we got to push this either the meeting back. Can we move it back to? From There's three no to back. four. What about, right. think what, about what about? Can you just say, say we if move? If they go, it to we're gonna to have to PM. move your pregnancy date back. Right. That means it's going to be later, not sooner. Move it forward. No. (laughs) Move it forward means we're about to induce labor. No, move it forward. That means like the date is going to move forward on the calendar. It means it's going to go forward, not move back to to the past. That's what you're saying. But you are the standard of time now. Right. So if I go back, that means I'm fucking going backwards, not forward. No, you just you just contradicted yourself. You said no. if you go forward, you're going to go earlier in the day. If you go no, back. No, I did not say yeah, that. Yeah, you did. You I said we had to schedule it up further on the pregnancy. No, I yeah. said no. I said Listen if you back. tell me the pregnancy is going being pushed forward, that means it's going to be the next day. Forward. No, forward means like we got to right. fast that forward. That doesn't this make shit sense. Fucking, like, I noticed, fast forward, right forward, though. It's Allie, not going backwards. I know this is Alley investigation, but I did go look it up online. It is a problem that does exist. Here's the explanation that I got. If something is brought forward in space or time, it moves closer to the reference point. If it is pushed back, it moves further away from the reference point. For time, the obvious reference point is now. And we face the future. So things are pushed back into the future or brought forward towards the present. 
So what are they saying? Does that mean we're right, Mark? I, I believe so. No, because, ah. all right, so that doesn't make sense, though. All right, but so tomorrow like, it can be totally different. If you're moving something from 4 p.m., okay, 4 p.m. is a reference point. If you're moving it to 2 p.m. or if you're moving it to a. 3 p.m. or whatever, if a. you're moving it to 5 or to 3, that's the same distance from the reference point. I'm going to have to go with, I don't believe there is a correct or right or wrong. Oh, no, 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 I no. actually am really curious of what percentage of the population. Is I agree it split 50-50? For some reason, I don't or? care. No, I think it's I something like... I just think it's like, amazing. Yeah. I, I honestly think that if we you were to look at that, that it would be our way. It's the majority of the population, whether it's 50, 70, 80, 90 percent. And Allie and Tibbetts just weirdos. Yeah. That's yeah. it. No. I'm and they've been curious. doing everything backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, made, it's not a left-handed thing because hey, I'm right-handed about, and right. you're left-handed. Yeah, I know. So. Right? Hey, and go, the other thing, just... too, is is think about if we were having uh, the show tonight. Hey, Allie, can we push this back, the start time back? You know what I mean? It would be started back from 7.55 to 8 o'clock. Wouldn't that make more sense? Mayday, than... you're going to be on No, that. that would be if you move the time back, that means we're moving it to There's 6 no way. It's not that they don't understand. Hey, they totally they, understand. They under, they I think it. they may understand it more than us. No, I no, don't agree. I, I don't agree either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Coming up at break, we're going to play it's a, some audio ripped off of YouTube video. It sounded horrible. Mayday somewhat fixed it. But since PPV didn't send anything in, I looked through our catalog of music. I really don't feel like listening to any of it. This is Brad City. <laughs> Utopia was a study that was done. Well, you know what? If you listen to it, it'll tell you all about it. It's another thought-provoking thing called a behavioral sink. And could our society be heading towards it rapidly? Not Real Radio 96 continues. When we come back, what does Mayday got to say? Wish upon us all to you. Goddamn, Alan. I thought you'd be excited. We're on the road to 100. The journey begins now. No, not really. Why? Why? I, I didn't bring not snacks. get excited about this. Oh, man. Cool. We'll so stop gonna... on the way there. All right, good. Cause... Oh, look at him. Dude's already outside. Mayday! What's up, y'all? Dude, 100, y'all. On the way. I'm so excited. Oh, dude, thanks for driving, man. I got a bunch of unpaid parking tickets. I think I got a warrant out for my race. Are you shit, fucking man. serious, nah, dude? dude? Hey. Dude, you have to pay that I shit. Know, dude. You can't just right, let that shit on, go. They're gonna fu- hey, is Pickle going to make it? Make it? He's already he's in a trunk. What? No way. Oh, shit. Uh, noise. What is that noise? He's not wearing his fucking seatbelt, oh, man. Mayday, put your fucking seatbelt on. Reach it. We don't need to reach it. Just hit dude, play and let it go. Dude, you gotta give me a second to do this, man. dude. This is gonna be oh, sick, man. Shit, I don't have my wallet. What? Uh, it's not what a big deal. We can't go back now. We're gonna be late to a hundred. We're on the road. We're just gonna keep on going. Just have that. Just keep and rolling with it. Dude, I need to pee, man. You are. We're going to stop and get snacks in just pee. in about an hour. We're halfway to 100. No, no, hour. Yeah, we'll stop halfway there. Pee. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not fucking playing. Why do I have a gun? I don't know. I need somebody stole it. Here, give it to me. Give me the gun. We're going to go here. Hang on. I'm putting it in. Fuck, I don't care. Holy shit. Wait, why is this in here? Dude, I figured we'd celebrate. It's a bag of dope. Grow up. You want to put a gun in there now? Holy shit. Fuck. I think Stupid we're getting pulled over. over. Shit! Pull the fuck over! We are never making it to 100. The work of Dr. John Calhoun at the National Institute of Health in Washington, D.C. has attempted to answer this question. In a unique experiment that took years to complete, Dr. Calhoun used white mice to study population growth and its effects on individual behavior. 
In addition to his renowned research papers, he has recorded some of these observations on film. In this 16-cell mouse habitat, utopian conditions of nutrition, comfort, and housing were provided for a potential population of over 3,000 mice. Yet, in spite of ideal conditions, the mouse population met with catastrophe. Individuals were kept track of by color markings on their fur. Factors which normally control population growth, such as predation by owls or cats, were eliminated. Transmissible disease was also reduced. In effect, the mouse universe simulated the present situation of a continually expanding population of humans. To see how Dr. Calhoun's mouse universe grew, we'll use the familiar population graph again. Within the first 100 days, the mice went through the period Dr. Calhoun called strive. This was a period of adjustment. Territories were established and nests were made. The next period lasted about 250 days. The population of the mice doubled every 60 days. This was called the exploit period. The use of resources became unequal. Although each living unit was identical in structure and opportunities, more food and water was consumed in some areas. As the population increased, most mice associated eating and drinking with the presence of others, and crowding developed in certain units. The third period, consisting of 300 days, found the population of mice leveling off. This was called the equilibrium period. Dr. Calhoun noticed that the newer generations of young were inhibited, since most space was already socially defined. At this time, some unusual behavior became noticeable. Violence became prevalent. Excess males strived for acceptance, were rejected, and withdrew. Huddling together, they would exhibit brief flurries of violence among themselves. The effects of violence became increasingly visible. Certain individuals became targets of repeated attack. These individuals would have badly chewed and scarred tails. Other young mice growing into adulthood exhibited an even different type of behavior. Dr. Calhoun called these individuals the beautiful ones. Their time was devoted solely to grooming, eating, and sleeping. They never involved themselves with others, engaged in sex, nor would they fight. All appeared as a beautiful exhibit of the species, with keen alert eyes and a healthy, well-kept body. These mice, however, could not cope with unusual stimuli. Though they looked inquisitive, they were, in fact, very stupid. Dr. Calhoun called the last period the die phase, leading the population into extinction. 
Although the mouse utopia could house 3,000, the population began to decline in 2200. In the shift from the equilibrium to the die phase, each animal became less aware of associates, despite all animals being pushed closer together. Dr. Calhoun concluded that the mice could not effectively deal with the repeated contact of so many individuals. The evidence of violence increased to the point where most individuals had had their tails bitten to some degree. Eventually, the entire mouse population perished. Dr. Calhoun's experiment is a classic example of a typical population and its growth when left unchecked. Research in this area continues under his supervision. Currently, Dr. James Hill has taken the basics of the Calhoun experiment to study social behavior even more closely. In his experiment, rats are used instead of mice. Healthy individuals are selected to start the population. The rats are anesthetized so that Dr. Hill can perform a minor operation necessary to the success of his experiments. A small electromagnetic encapsulated device is implanted into every rat. This small unit enables sensing devices to keep track of the movement and position of each individual in the population. After surgery, the rats are introduced to their new multi-leveled home all at the same time. The rats immediately begin to explore their new environment prior to organizing territories and nesting. Dr. Hill will trace how individuals move about in crowded situations. This movement is followed by tubular sensing devices. Every time a rat enters or passes through a tube, the unit detects and registers its presence. This constant movement is monitored by computer. Nesting activity is also studied. Dr. Hill has observed that the larger the population, the less care a mother gives to her nest and young. The same type of individuals that resulted in the mouse utopia are also emerging in the rat population. There are aggressives, asocials, and outcasts. Though these studies use animals, the findings about population growth and individual behavior are being closely compared to our own human population. Like all populations that have existed on this planet, many researchers believe that the human race has reached a crucial point in the exploit phase, a point where important decisions must be made and careful planning implemented if we are to survive. The study of plant and animal populations helps us to make decisions about the future of our human population so that we may maintain our own balance with nature. It's so like fucking. What happened? Uh, it's just the control on iTunes just blows. Oh really? That's fucking. You know why? Why do you need to control the volume? 
<laughs> fucking like, okay, my bad. I won't ask to fucking fade it out or fade it in or any of that it's shit. It's like oversensitive because it's oh, so yeah, small. It's fucking, yeah. yeah, it's garbage. It's called garbage. Thank you, Harry. Oh, you Appreciate that one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, a little bit bullshit. would be good. Yeah, a little splash on me yeah, wouldn't be that early. I already got you. Oh. I got you. Oh, holy shit. I didn't need that much. You like fucking... Yeah. Hey, you know what's funny about that? Can we touch on that for a second? You, you, do y'all have this? I got to pee like five times before I can go to bed when I get home. Pee? Yeah, because of all the water. On I Sunday drink nights? Yeah. I drink water during the week, but not like I drink on Sunday nights. Right, no. It's like a it's ritual. It's good, though. It's good, but it's pain in the dick because I don't, I don't get to sleep till late. <laughs> you're like, asking a question to somebody who pees every 30 minutes regardless. <laughs> like, so. Even if you're asleep, you got to go pee. You wake up and got to go pee because that happens to me. Oh, if you have I, to get have, out if bed? I have a bladder yeah. condition, I'll have to get out the bed. Like if I have a bladder flare up, I will sometimes have to get out of bed. It'll wake me up or I'll be dreaming about having to pee so bad and like the bathroom line's too long or I go in there and it doesn't close all the way. It's I'm, like an uncomfortableness to it's me. Just, it's just, yeah, like yeah you'll wake up. Thing. Your bladder can wake you up if it's bad. Usually like I got to go to sleep late and usually I got to get up once in the middle of the night to go pee. Really? Yeah. And it's yeah. only when you drink right. a lot of water at night. Yeah. Huh. And I'll drink, like I said, I'll drink water during the week, regulate it, da da da. But boy, not like fucking. Well, you this. drink more water, and then you gotta pee more. Hang on, let me drink some more water. Imagine <laughs> that. By the time the second hour is over, I gotta piss so bad when we finish that I just go let it all out, and then I go and you know we pick up, and then you know, you do the show, again. and then I go again before I go to bed. Right. I'm I'm cool. Really? Yeah, Dude, yeah. you must have a giant ass bladder. Fuck. Look, one thing I can tell y'all is don't hold it if you don't have to. Just get up and fucking go. We can carry the show if you need to go, Mark. Don't <laughs> wait until you have to go so bad. Because that's bad for your bladder. I'm telling you, I should know. I consider it like prostate exercise. <laughs> I don't even know what that fucking means, but I don't think that's the same shit. <laughs> Man, hey, what right. you got to say, pal? I mean, that pretty much should have been it? what I got to really? say. But All right. Well, nah, we don't, that was interesting. Hey, you like that? I'll just leave it at that. I was going to say also, too, that... uh. Man, I, I've really been enjoying. Can't hear you. I've really been enjoying <laughs> working with ZES, making the new music lately, man. It's been fun. Yeah, I'm really excited right. about the new songs. They banged out one new song already. Yeah. We played that live last yep. show, and then we got another one getting yeah. close. It's getting real close, and then we're kind of in the works on a third song, which I'm really excited about. And they all kind of hold their own in a different way. They're all kind of kind of the same, but kind of different, and different enough where it makes it interesting to me, and I think everybody else, you know? No, I agree. I think the music's good. The, the lyrics, lyrics are and sick. They've been, everything's been being stepped up. Sounds, lyrics, performance, the whole nine yards. And we even got artwork. I did. I was inspired Kudos to do artwork for a song that's not that's complete, great. which that's usually good. Yeah. It inspires me. Yeah. I like that. Puffaluffa Ghost Train. And it's <laughs> fucking funny too, man. Booya Chiba Pakalola. Drop Pato Sensei. Nice. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun song. Oh yeah, it's fun. Like uh, most of our it's songs, like a are, sing along. It's so serious and and like uh, yeah, I want to say thought. Uh, I want to yeah, give oh, them too I, big of a, a compliment, but I think Allie and Steve both do a good job of writing interesting songs yeah, that sound very that meaningful. And, yeah, right. Where this the newest song's kind of like, all right, let's have fun. Right. And they put that same uh, attention to detail and uh, trying to write complicated shit that's either humorous or meaningful on multiple levels and I think they pulled that off with a funny or light-hearted song we haven't sure. done like one like that in a while I think that was fun nice agreed agreed and you've been doing great Allie oh man thank you and really? tidbits oh, too you. man but last couple ones Allie's been like stepping it up hard I can tell I don't know if she's been practicing or what but 
It's she's been coming in every night. I have to ask her to stop. Really? Like Allie, stop practicing. Keep doing it, whatever you do. Sorry, I got to torture you a little bit. You know what I mean? One thing I I think is the only thing that saves me is probably that I listen to stuff like we do almost, or at least some of our songs. Let's you know, sultry, low vocals. Yeah. And I've been kind of working on my lower range. Nice. Because before I couldn't sing low worth of shit. So it's kind of cool. I've been expanding my range just by singing after people like Lana Del Rey, different artists that nice. make me, force me to sing low. And then also sing shit like Tori Amos and Fiona Apple. And so it's kind of like I've been on my like angry women music oh kick there, but uh, it's also mind. very right, beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like that's the only thing I've been doing really is just like singing and listening to music that I like. Well, good. But um, not that really how it always forcing should be? myself to practice like I should be. But yeah, I mean, I guess music is supposed to be something you really enjoy and do it because you love it and for therapy. So it's like, fuck it. If that's the shit I want to listen to, Zartom's just going to have to endure it. When Davey and Mayday went and made a bunch of songs pre-October, which mm-hmm. October Davey uh, channels Big Papa <laughs> Polka, so he's kind of out of commission. Right. Mayday's doing sound every oh, weekend, yeah. so they kind of right. disappear. So they had a little stockpile, and I think the writing session between Allie and Steve, like writing together, that I think that, that helped out. Uh, like, I kind of like it that we kind of like broke into two groups, you know what I mean? It was kind of like vocals and writing and then production and sounds and all that kind of stuff, and we equally did as much work simultaneously so that when we got, when it was done and we got to do it. And twice as much done. Right. And we were already kind of like, okay, cool. I got the beat together. Cool. Well, we got the vocals together. Cool. Let's do it and see what happens. And then tell you what, man, it's been nice to just put it together and it fits so well. It's kind of like, oh, this is fun. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's not work at all. I get excited. I'm like hearing parts and doing things like, man, we can do that. We can do that. Check this out. We're going to do this effect. And, you know what I mean? Like to me, that we're getting back to the core of what I really enjoyed, and that's making music. And it's not like a chore. You know, sometimes you have those that it's like it's ah, enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. I like it, and I'm excited to see what we come up with next. This next song is going to be a banger, man. Yeah, it I'm is. Really yeah. We're about, about to that. sing it now, right? Everybody's going <laughs> to sing it. All right, Allie. All right, man. Allie, yeah, yeah. What? Which you haven't song? like participated very much. You haven't been very supportive in the Make a Wish upon a Czar. Yeah, because it's fucking stupid. No, it's not. Oh, it's I'm great. trying it's to touching. help people. People were not liking me. They're very angry, and they didn't understand me because they weren't successful. So I'm going to give them no excuse but to be successful. Yeah, but they think you're making fun of them, which I'm sure you are. I don't think so. I think he's what actually get, genuinely giving some some real, legit uh, terms and thresholds that you gotta you know what I mean like this is real shit hey I agree that a lot of this stuff is true and almost any success book will have and these it's same not very, steps hey, in it and right, I'll say so this can you step it up to you oh. and sing the damn song when it's this week I don't care fine let's make a mockery right. of people not being what is successful. it to, to you to you that's what we to, to you no, it's not it's actually what? to you to you I got it. I'm good. Don't fuck this up, Allie. This means a lot to us. Mayday's been practicing all week. Me and him, we got together. Go ahead. Come on. All right. You ready? Ready. All right. (laughs) You're going to count it off? Yeah. One. How's it go? Shit. I don't have the lyrics. It's got music. When you... It's got... Are we doing music? Yeah. Yeah, Cue me in now. Yeah. I'll do the little hand wave thing. I like that. All right. All right. Ready? Do the little... Two, three. 
River. Find success. You've overcome your fears. You've made sacrifices. This week, you become compulsive. That's right. <laughs> you have to develop compulsive behavior. Some people say disorder. I say genius. You like those effects this. made they put on them vocals. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Good job, man. That sounded really good. I'm, I'm Everybody surprised did a good it job sounded on that so good. Compulsive behavior genius is when you persistently do something repetitively without it necessarily leading to an actual reward or pleasure. To me, this could be taken many different oh, yeah. ways. Backward or forward. But in my mind, <laughs> what you need to do is thrive for perfection. And once you reach it, you have to continuously perform perfection compulsively right. to the point that you cannot do anything any other way except the, the, the perfect right way. way. Yes. Oh, I'm not just talking about one like little that. bitty thing. I'm talking about everything you do right. from putting the dishes away to making your coffee in the morning. I guess people now don't do any of those things. Uh, from setting your remote down, like the things you do, oh, your phone putting down, it in the exact down, yeah, place, so putting things in order, yeah, organizing think things, it. thinking right. about it. What makes the most sense? Where's the premium right. optimum place right. to place something? Yes. You got to train your yes. mind this way and you have to do it with everything they do. Everything you do. You go to save a file on your computer, save it in the correct folder, which is properly labeled because you set that all up. Yes. It has to be a way you formulate your mind. You have to get your mind in peak premium functioning order. And when you do this, it makes life actually easier so that you're not spending time trying to figure out where'd you put something or where is you forgot something. You're going to systematically run your life to a compulsive degree where perfection is performed repeatedly over and over. Perfect every time. This will begin to rework your brain to become more successful. A lot of people with OCD over the years have done incredible things. It, some of them become next level. Oh, far. And Super I think far. they have a lot to thank from their OCD. A few of those people, Albert, Albert Einstein, Billy Bob Thornton, Cameron Diaz, Charles Darwin, Charlie Sheen. I mean, if Charles <laughs> Darwin wasn't enough, Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen has OCD. David Beckham, Donald Trump, Fred Durst. Don't you want to be like Fred Durst? Ah. Successful or not. In your mind, Fred Durst, to me, at a certain level, was successful. Harrison Ford. Howard Hughes. Oh, yeah. Guy invented planes or something. The Spruce Moose. Looked just like yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Howard Stern. Howie Mandel. Jessica Alba. You think she fit in that bathing uh, suit because she wasn't compulsive? Yeah. Compulsively did perfect sit-ups to get those abs. 
Justin Timberlake, Leonardo DiCaprio. Just talked about him earlier. You know, he's exce- successful if we're talking about him on Nine Real Radio. Both of them are very successful. Beethoven, Martin Scorsese, Michael Jackson. That's Ooh. right. Uh, Michael yeah. Jackson was quite compulsive. That. He just had little boys in his bed continuously. He found that it was oh, perfect, and he on, repeated that action. Michelangelo, Tesla, Penelope Cruz, Woo. Rose McGowan. She's Man. been touched multiple times ah. by Harvey Weinstein, so you know that that is some level of success in somebody's eyes. Roseanne Barr, which ah. uh, she's successfully... Irritates me. That's kind of weird. I, I you wouldn't. You still think know that. who she is, though. You know who Roseanne is. Yeah, oh, she started, you don't know. She who started Roseanne. eating and she couldn't stop. Uh, oh, nice. Samuel Johnson. I don't know who that is, that? but I'm sure he's oh, important. He's, he's the on Oxford. The list. I looked him up because that, that was the, the only Samuel one. Samuel Jackson. No, I thought it was too. It's actually the guy that made the Oxford uh, dictionary. I oh probably damn! <laughs> damn! Yeah. Like yeah. talk about OCD and then trans- and then transcribe fucking Shakespeare. Well, yeah. Sir oh, Winston Churchill and Stanley Kubrick. So incredible there. I think that that's a testament to the it's powers a good fucking of list OCD. Of people, except for Harrison Ford. Get him out of there. I'm Please sure there's been a couple. Please ring back tone while your party is reached. What are you doing? I'm Jessica a... Alba. Christ, Ooh. man. What are you doing? I'm in the middle of the fucking <laughs> wish upon us all. All right. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> we had an expert My coming on. My friend Danielle used to have that Verizon ring back tone. Anyway. There's a lot of studies out there that link OCD to creativity. So some people would think that a creative person has to be a fucking shit show uh, shambles of their life, like some kind of weird hoarder that just has to spread around everything so that they be creative. I've always thought that that was a a fake. That's a lazy way out. You just blame you're an artist so that you can be a a fucking slob. Sure. Like rework your brain. You're not going to have any lack of creativity because you keep shit in fucking order and you can find things. Right. No, I get it. I get There's it. studies that say the OCD brain is uh, super active. It never stops creating scenarios that then your brain has to figure out a way out of. So the more paranoid delusions you have, as long as you're working out solutions to those, that's actually stimulating you to be become a more creative person. Wow, I definitely have that. All right, what else you got? <laughs> also, OCD people are known, and this is key, to continue to keep doing something until it is perfect. That is our goal here. It's not using OCD as a handicap. It's using OCD as something to uh, catapult you to the next level. You can't let it overcome you. You do something crazy. Uh, I'm going to say crazy. You do something that's harmful to yourself, OCD-wise. Say if it's just uh, washing the hands so many times that your hands fucking, the skin falls off. Like, that that's, is not a, a problem. That, right. That is not properly harnessing your OCD. It's using your OCD in to... In a negative light. Uh, yeah, it's like anything. If you do fucking something repeatedly that's harmful to yourself, it's going to have bad repercussions. This is finding a way that channeling your OCD to positive, you know, things sure. that will give you a better outcome. Hey, you skipped the one that says they have a pretty fine eye when it comes to attention to detail. That's because I don't have OCD. Right. No, but dude, that is real, real. Like, you got to at least give it to us OCD folks. Like, we'll, we'll see. If something's wrong, we're going to fucking see it, like, right away. It's not you about you. You can feel shit <laughs> if it's off or this on. This is which bonus <laughs> off. Well, I can't be OCD? No, you can have conversation after I'm done. Okay, thank you, Mr. Tyree. Listen, the clothes off become compulsive. I'll use us as an example on Not Real Radio. We're not successful on this show because we have great guests. No, because we don't. We don't have great guests. Even yeah, when we, we have do. guests, they're not great. We're not successful because we have great fans. We don't have fucking fans. We don't even have people listen to the show. There's nobody out there that gives a fuck about what we're doing. And that has nothing to do with our level of success. Because we're successful to us. 
and we're, we're growing in our own minds and abilities. Yeah. And we're becoming compulsive over and over and over. It's, it's not because we have a, a giant big budget network backing us. We don't. We don't get any money for this. This show costs us money. We don't get any of that. That's not why we're successful. You know, and we're not successful because we have great artwork, provocative investigations, intriguing information that we just have to fucking say. Flawless interview techniques. All right, so we got most of those. <laughs> Bad example. But another reason why we're successful is because of our unwavering dedication and commitment to the point of it being compulsive to put on an entertaining, informative... All right, not informative. Entertain to put on a good show every fucking week between the artwork we do, the notes that I take, pretty much everything else that I do. Mayday's clips, alley snacks, like every week. <laughs> We're on the road to 100. And to me, that would be some a, a great success for us is to hit 100. And we're on the road there. And it's because just week in, week in, no matter what. And no matter what life throws at us, somehow we put together some sort of show. And I think it's and and thrive for perfection weekly. So that was beautiful. If man. you'd like to be successful too, you follow these five steps. Next week, the granddaddy of them all, the last step, and the final wish upon a czar. All right, what y'all got? Now y'all can interrupt all your work. <laughs> now nobody's got nothing to say. No, I mean... Who are you trying? You were calling Steve over there? Yeah. Oh, are you supposed to call him? Uh, didn't is we he, talk about that yesterday? Is he waiting for you to call him? Uh, I thought so, but... I right, call him. Just don't call him in the middle of my fucking bit, pal. Well, I was trying to get him on the thing, but I didn't <laughs> but know... what? Who... Wait, he don't know where's your point is all. <laughs> Apparently none of us were able to discuss it until he was done. Oh, You're because... correct. <laughs> Allie got it. Oh, my bad. Because I'm he's fine. actually a psychologist. A major. So he he's knows. Psych- he majored. Okay, just he didn't go to work in it, but he but took the entire degree. Doesn't right. that mean you become the ist? Yeah, it definitely. He's we an call, ist. He's a psychologist. Professional. Right. Have a, doctor in, a doctorate in something. They I call him a doctor. Could... Okay. I didn't what know you, he was you're gonna... arguing about something that ain't even an argument. You ain't forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we pushed this call backwards. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I should have pushed the call backwards. Yeah, I was trying. We're calling a guy that don't know whether something's going forward or backwards. Like that's the problem. He's on, yeah, he's on Alex's team. <laughs> he's wrong. Yeah. Anything he has now is incredible. I don't care what degree he got. Oh, <laughs> god damn. I didn't know they were going to have a fucking uh, ringtone song. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, huh? Who does that? Uh, wonder, he can't help it. Verizon does it automatically. And if you don't pick one, it gives you that. Are you serious? Yeah. Verizon ring back tone while your party is reached. Let's see what we're playing. Oh, that got me. This gets the fuck out of me again. It's loud. Fucking loud as fuck. Wow, Sounds like Allie's more. horrible rendition of Wish Upon a Star. What's that, motherfuckers? Look at that, man. Dude, we, we pushed your call back, so we called you five minutes ago. <laughs> man, I, I tried to answer the phone, but uh, I didn't, uh, y'all had hung up by the time I got to it, and I looked, and I didn't see it was the call from the number, the call-in number, so I wasn't sure if it was, I, I, I wasn't sure if it was y'all or not. Yeah, Manny and Allie's been trying to sabotage Wish Upon Us All. I've been trying to do anything. They take turns. Allie actually sung sung this week, but then Manny decided to, to go into a phone call. He's beating someone. <laughs> yeah. so I don't know why we called you, man. Oh, never mind. We were going to have a psychologist <laughs> on the thing talking about OCD and compulsion, but, you know. I didn't ask him what. 
You got questions? It, 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 it didn't make the cut tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Apparently got axed, and I didn't know till it was too late. No, actually, I heard y'all talking briefly, but I was doing something else at the time, so I don't really know where this is going. I only halfway knew that maybe I was going to try to ruin my. my no, I was trying bit. to get him on so that he could hear him and hear the bit. About him talking you about should've it. You've been fucking listening. That's why I was trying to get him on the fucking phone. They yelled <laughs> at me when the fucking music started. Internet, Motherfucker. Well, well, he's, 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 he's he didn't even have a fucking notepad or nothing tonight. No <laughs> note cards, nothing. Maybe they ain't got to totally say shit. Maybe they don't got to say shit. He just got to make phone calls during my fucking bit. I should have pushed it back. No, I should have pushed it forward and called him right when it started, but I didn't know that you were going to go into it. I'd rather Steve not know. Oh, now it's too late because he doesn't know what we're talking about except the fact that we called on the wrong time. So, hey, I got I got a question for you. Maybe you can clear this up. Maybe this will get a, sure. get us into it. Do you believe that there's OCD that could be negative or positive? Like some like OCD's always taken like a negative thing. Well, some OCD's are negative, but it also can be a very positive thing if if you have OCD about something that that you know is beneficial to you. Without a doubt, man, because like with mine, most a lot of mine is based on things that have happened, uh, and it's stuff like to do with like my with locks, doors, and like with my stove, with my burners, and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, by it's stu- you know, I, I compulsively check all that shit, but at least it keeps me from leaving my gas on, leaving my door unlocked, leaving my door open, like. So yeah, I would think on some levels, yeah, it's good. I mean that, and then what's compulsively checking once a day? No, man, I like, I like, I, I check my, I check my back door and my front door before I leave in the morning multiple times, and then before I go to bed at night, I check them probably two or three times before I go to bed, and then sometimes I'll get out of bed and check it. Not anymore though, since I'm taking medication for it. (laughs) I mean. The stove, dude. I check the stove after I after I cook, man. Probably three or four times before I go to bed. Really? All right. Mm-hmm. Is it you just forget you checked, so you want to check again? No, no. That's that. See, that's the thing, dude. I know I checked the shit. I know it's off, but I still. It, that's the compulsion. I eventually have to fucking get up and go check it again, even though I know the moment that I turn the shit off. I remember sitting there thinking to myself, like, I'm turning it off right now. There's no reason for me to come back and say, check the burner on the stove. I know that <laughs> fucking gas is off. Yeah, 30 <laughs> minutes later, dude, I literally, I'll have to get up. Same thing with the front door, dude. Like, you know, if I forgot, if I check the front door, I'll get up and, you know, out of bed and go check it in the middle of the night. Because I can't sleep. So you go to leave in the morning. You leave. You turn around. You lock the door. You check the handle. And then what? You don't leave? Yeah. No, I, I leave. Like I said, I used to years ago. I would leave and, and be driving to work, and then you know go 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 to a job or whatever. And the first chance that would I mean, this happened all the time, but it used to be pretty frequently, like at least a couple times a month. Man, it would I, I would be thinking about it so much that I would like leave work and drive home just to make sure I locked my door, even though I knew I locked my fucking door. Oh man, what if you? The worst place gotta be the movies. You're waiting for the movie to start. You get that like couple of seconds to think, and then you're like, "Damn, did I lock the door?" And then you're stuck in the movie. <laughs> and you don't want to leave. Yeah, like I, said, I mean, it's <clears throat> mine's never been horribly bad. I, you know, I've never really like I was telling y'all the other night. I've never really had a thing with uh, numbers. You know, like I don't, I don't like shake my door handle like a set amount of times. I don't, 
you know, do things like that as far as numbers or like ticks or anything. But yeah, man, I mean, mine's definitely more than just your average person's thing of then when they say they're being OCD about something and they're really, they just like symmetry, you know what I mean? Like they like things to be organized or in an order. Uh, when it becomes OCD is when it's in order and you're still not happy about it. You know what I mean? Like you have to constantly be checking on it or doing things a certain way. Gotcha. So you don't want to go it's full sucks, dude. disorder. Right. That's a just, you're saying that's a threshold for disorder is when you're getting out of bed and shaking the handle and then walking back after you just locked the door in the morning. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. And, and then, you know, going to school for this shit, like I, I, I studied, studied it. I did casework with it. I've interviewed people with it. So like, I'm, I know what I'm fucking doing and it's still like, Right, you got to do it for years. I still couldn't not do it, man. I got. I would try to do my give myself the therapies that they like you would do for it, and it's like it just (laughs) still it wouldn't fucking matter, man. I, you know, I know everything's done taken care of, but I couldn't do it. I got a question. So is it is it OCD if I lock the door but then I shake the handle to make sure? You know, sometimes when you shut it, it's not fully shut, like the clicker doesn't like. Is that OCD? No, it's if you do it 15 times and you're late for work every day because you keep shaking the fucking door. Is it it OCD when I wake up early in the morning, I'm kind of groggy, had my coffee, and I go lock it, and I go to the car, and I'm like, man, I didn't shake it, or I did did I lock it kind of thing, and I go back, and I just tug on the handle. I'm like, all right, it's locked. It's cool. Every day? No, not every day, but occasionally. No, No, I think compulsive is when it's happening. Every single day, day. every single night. You know what you have? You have that that lip balm fucking compulsion, (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) You goddamn lips look like a... medical condition. Medical lips are dry. You need that stuff. (laughs) 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 This motherfucker. His lips is dripping wax up in this bitch. No, it's not, dude. Look, he's putting it on now because I mentioned it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's... I literally have a panic attack if I'm without chapstick. Like I'll freak get dry, boy. Like, they Me get dry too. I will freak the fuck out. I find them fucking chapsticks everywhere. No, I only got, I only got one. Not yours. <laughs> you know where yours are. I infected her. <laughs> well, fucking got that beeswax lips. Oh goddamn. Oh shit. Man, everybody's got something, man. I mean, I found over the, over the years too, man. Like people I know that have OCD, it started out with like just things like that, like you know, just. You know, checking the hands every now and then, or you know, putting their glasses, or doing something uh, routinely. It's when it becomes a compulsion, man. When you can't. Next thing you know, maybe he's gonna be rubbing himself down with fucking cocoa butter. (laughs) Vaseline. It it needs to be on all the skin. It's it's aloe vaseline. Yes, like Howard Hughes. When he when he doesn't have for a little while, his lips will dry out because they don't know how to self moisturize anymore, (laughs) and he's like, man, I have to use it because my lips will dry. Yeah, I, mean, I know you know, a dude. Your saliva actually makes your lips drier. I know Did a fucking know trucker. <laughs> you know him too. This trucker would, went and got a uh, foot thing, right? Where they scrape it. Pedicure. Pedicure. Yeah. He goes there and gets this. I'm like, you fucking fag. Don't do that. Like, right. you don't yeah, do yeah. that. And he's like, no, it was bad. They scraped all the, the calluses off and then cut his toenails. I'm like, dude, you built that over wearing those fucked up work boots every day. Dude, within like two days, he's like, I gotta go back. My feet are killing me. It's like, yeah, you scraped <laughs> off all the protective fucking spots that grew yeah, thicker right. over time to protect your feet. I know. I was like, you dumbass. Dude, people do God. dumb things. It's totally different from chapstick, but thank you. No, it's not. That's just saying. <laughs> he lost the ability for his feet to function because he's scraping all that stuff off. So weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm the complete opposite with uh, chapstick. Like I, I will, I refuse. To, I cannot use that shit. Yeah, because chapstick's the like, wrong stuff to use. You need to use the fucking. Uh, <laughs> right, we use special. Actually, this is a. No, hey, don't say it. Swedish it's the worst thing. It's giving up our fucking Dolby. Thing. I will get. I will get the dry lips, like in chap lips, the first cold, windy day, like that. I'm outside all day. I'll get it once a year for two days, and I will get that uh, medicated, like Blistex, that I think is more like medicine. I just put that on there for like two days, and I don't think it's really doing anything. It's just making it less uncomfortable. Yeah, I just don't like. I just I've never liked it. I don't like. I just don't like that greasiness. <laughs> Maybe he's looking um, at me like um, I'm a fucking bunch wait, of bananas. Wait, 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 I feel greasy. You orangutan bastard. Why did it, wait, you use it for two days? That means it Correct. It, it healed your lips. It protected it was, them when they were. <laughs> no, right? and it did no, do it did not heal my lips. Yeah, it did. No, your it lips didn't. were cracked. It moisturized the dry skin that right? was on them. Yeah, that's and then your lips. two, that's it protected the brand new skin that was underneath it. But if I don't have chapped lips, there's no reason to put it on. You're not gonna. I don't believe you can prevent your lips from being oh, chapped I, I when it dries out in the yeah, winter. Yeah, I wanted to. You wanted to shed. Yeah, I want my lips once to, a year. Eventually. Right. But it, it sheds in a better way. What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, because it's lips artificially so moisturized. <laughs> naturally, it's a, I don't use it that much, dude. Yeah, you do. No, Motherfucker, you put it on four times since you've no, been here. No, I don't. What are you yeah, talking about? They're yeah, glistening. Look, you just did it again. About? You're starting to I'm nibble on the stick. Yeah, thank you, Allie. Oh, thank you very man. much. Well, good shit, Steve. I wish I was in a room with y'all for this shit. You are. I think next week you are, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If next, if, if next week's the, was it the third or the second or whatever, yeah, I'm, I'm coming on. Good deal. Nice. Well, That's cool, cool, man. man. We're gonna we're gonna interrogate you about DP. So. <laughs> Cool, been, man. You've been for one. Hopefully, you have something to say. <laughs> That's gonna. Oh win. yeah, dude. Without, without a doubt, man. Without right. a doubt. No, without a doubt. Maybe we'll talk some more about mental illness when I come on. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about cheese. <laughs> well, already putting it. I put it in the notes, but I don't have an, a battery with four A's. Did you know batteries had four A's? They got a four A battery. No, I did four. not know that, and I sell four. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee you, fucking Microsoft's gonna sell that bitch. They yeah, bought right. all the fucking. It's the shit. last one. You can't <laughs> yeah. buy another one. You gotta it's buy like a whole 80 new dollars. <laughs> oh, all right, well, good shit, tidbits. We'll holla at you during the week. Without a doubt, man. Y'all take it easy. Y'all have a good week. All right, man. Later, bro. Later. I see. Nice call. Good idea, man. Bad timing. But... Well, I was too forward. <laughs> yeah, we had to push it forward. <laughs> we had to push it forward in time to be later on the schedule or something. Dude, speaking, speaking of later of on forward schedule. forward in time. No, Alec, no. What? You, you wanted me to tell you you're about to do it. You didn't back up. That's no, fine, I didn't do the but... yelling part yet. Oh, you, you, you got to give it time to fuck up before went part. forward. Oh, there's not really an out with that. I mean, it kind of is. All right, so it's a mid mid level out with Allie. Actually, I'm not doing it this week. There's really nothing. I want to let y'all know that there's the artist entrance is Tuesday at six o'clock at Southport. Southport. We're not going to go unfortunately because of work. But um, they have three artists this week. Mike True. He's a visual artist. They have a musician Troy Marks. And I don't know. It's literally artist. It just has a little little space there. <laughs> <laughs> Something might have happened. Uh oh. But yeah, they definitely have Troy Marks, and they definitely have Mike True. And um, <laughs> he's gonna be displaying his artwork. Looks like he's a painter. And um, that's at Southport Hall. Southport, Southport Hall. Hall. Yeah, unless I'm just tripping, I don't see anything. 
everything oh. else on my calendar, and that's why I didn't really have anything. And I feel pitiful over that. But what do you want me to do? All right. Netflix yeah. in December. Since we're not going. Yeah. <laughs> it moved forward or backwards? <laughs> backwards. Oh, gotcha. So without any shows to go to. I gotta let y'all know something else. Which oh, we probably God. still won't go because of the dates. Like tomorrow night, Psycho Stick plays at Southport. Is that good? I don't know. I can't tell if it's rap or it's metal. Like, what is that? Find a new metal rap core. The band's opening for it. I don't know any of them. Arsonists get all the girls. <clears throat> Kissing Candace. Raven Black Band and Psycho Stick. I don't know who that is. Yeah, me neither. But that's Maybe tomorrow you know? night, Monday night at Southport. So if you're looking for something Southport to do, you know who Psycho Stick oh. is. Then maybe you should check that out. Um, and there was one more I'm seeing on here too. I had to go look for it. There is on November 30th, which is Thursday, Saliva at Southport Music Hall. Southport Hall. Louisiana. Southport Hall. You remember that song? I love you. I hate you. I can't live without you. That's them. And um. <laughs> The opening bands are Breaking Through, Acadia, and Kane Resurrection. Yeah, Kane Resurrection's like on world tour now. I see that. Yeah, dude. They just hey, did, everybody! Uh, they destroyed a uh, hotel room over the weekend. I saw some pictures nice. and videos. And uh, they're getting wild. They're like wild uh, partying musicians now. It's cool to see somebody made it. Uh-oh. To see, you know, <laughs> like the on-tour videos and all that. That's exciting. So, yeah, if you want to see these guys hometown, they will be here. See these nuts nuts on Thursday, November 30th. And um, that's at 7 p.m., it says here. So, if not, December and Netflix is a great match. It's Uh, going to get a little colder. You're going to be one of, you know, be inside. Good for binge watching and maybe catch on up on some movies. Three. Yeah, right. Damn, I, I can't do it. Three no way, what show it, is. it was like 3.30 in the morning last night. I was Ooh, like passed out. And he really? was like, you told me you wanted to stay up and watch Yeah, we go one, Dude, right? Really? Yeah, we yeah, got yeah. one. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that was intense. There's no way I'm going to sleep now. You're down for two. She's down for two. I'm like, damn, yeah. we're so fucking close. Right. And shit's about to get, the, get busy right, again. Right, we're yeah, not going to yeah. have the time. And a couple of days are going to go by. I'm not going to remember what it was. So I was willing to go. Hey, do you want to push on through three? And she said, fuck yeah, I ain't even tired. Uh, so I'm like, oh, this bitch wide awake than a motherfucker. No, I'm like, you I, were like, oh, it's 3.30 tomorrow. And I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Right. Well, so that's I'm pretty like, late. Oh. That's kind of my cutoff. Like, yeah, uh, it was. But we had one more, right? Yeah. So do we watch it? She's awake through the whole thing. I, I checked on every once in a while. You know, you could tell. Put a mirror under her nose. And man, it gets to the very end. And I kind of get a sense that she fell asleep. Yeah. So then I'm like, hey, you awake? And she's like, yeah, I'm awake. I told you I was going to stay awake. I'm like, all right. So then she's like, I missed the very, like, what happened at this point? I'm like, oh, I started oh, zoning fuck. out, like, and I, I would be in and out of consciousness. Point like, I wasn't full sleeping. I mean, but... she, you missed maybe five minutes. I had to rewind it so she could watch oh, the last five minutes. Get to back but, it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Forward it. It ended kind of we weird. That fast forward button and went later in the movie. <laughs> very confusing. What time did you? Hey, just out of curiosity, what time did y'all end? Like y'all go to bed? That was like three thirty. Yeah, it was like three thirty. Yeah, so it was two thirty when I was like, we could watch one more. Damn. Yeah, it was worth pushing through it. Nice. It was, dude. I'm glad we got to end it. I still dreamed about some crazy shit that, um, like I was captive and shit. Like I keep dreaming about that kind of stuff. You know, coming out. December 1st. That's shortly, right? A couple of days, two, three days, yep. something.
All right. Soon, Next week. if not now, depending on yeah, when you yeah. listen to the show, December sure. 1st on Netflix. Watch it now. Eight Mile. Dude, I like Eight Mile. I think that was a fucking cool movie. I don't know if I necessarily want to watch it again, but it was one of those movies where I'm like, damn, Eminem fucking did a really good job with that. I yeah. thought he did good in it. Yeah. It was his uh, private parts. I remember watching private oh, yeah. parts and yeah. went, damn, that's a fucking good movie. And Howard Stern, he really can play Howard Stern. Well, Eminem Murphy can really there. play Eminem. Like, he did yeah, a good yeah. job at it. Agreed. Believable. Uh, we just talked about Jim Carrey with uh, Jim and Andy, and you can watch Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and When Nature Calls. Both will be available oh, December 1st. Can't wait. Uh, it's kind of cool to throw it on maybe in the background while you're doing something yeah. else, just to have something. Dude, I could see I, that. I could watch that again, dude. I could watch both of them in full because, dude, I was obsessed oh. with those movies. Yeah. The part there might be OCD. Make sure you have your, your lip balm. <laughs> nah, hey, Jim Carrey's OCD. I would definitely say that. Went on the list. <laughs> dude, that part where he comes out of the rhinoceros and, like, the rhinoceros gives birth. Oh, yeah, birth. it's on two, Nature God, Calls. God, dude, yeah. that was, that, I remember just dying <laughs> With on that With the tutu or whatever? No, that, no, no, that was one. Uh, all right. He's in the thing and he's all naked and he comes out. And yeah, he's birthed parents. out of the It's basically rhinoceros. like if y'all would have seen the bison give birth to a human. Yeah. Right there? I mean, that's some fucked up shit. It was yeah. bad. There what was the, kids and shit. One yeah. of the parts that I remember, and it stands out to me, is the fucking bumblebee tuna. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's I mean, oh, God. That that's shit was pretty funny. Oh, Your God, balls dude. are showing. Yeah. Yeah, great movies. I don't know if I can awesome. sit through them again. Though. Really? You got to space them. I don't think I could watch it one. I can watch 15-minute intervals of it. Really? While I was doing something uh, and just flicking on. It. It's they're one of those great, kind of but I don't know if I, I've, I've seen both of those movies so many times as a kid that, like, they're permanently like i could play it in my brain right now and watch both of them also coming out if you like d'anafrio and kingpin another amazing performance that he did was full metal jacket Who said that? i never saw that believe it or Who not the fuck said that? what a fucking crazy movie that is. i always oh, thought of it as time passed man wasn't like it it was now with the internet you had to actually use your memory I almost remember that it's two different movies. Yeah, I would get too. them confused all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because, man, but there's a, that middle point to where they leave oh, boot yeah. camp and they go to war and the whole movie transforms. Oh, it yeah. makes it a fun watch, too. Like, I remember going back and watching it again. Well, one, D'Onofrio's fucking a freak. Oh, I like, He's an amazing he's actor. He's fucking a freak? Yeah. In the a movie? little bit of everything. It gets crazy. Oh. A lot of soap involved. What have we got here? A fucking I comedian. But, man, what a, it's a great movie. Oh, I agree. It's really cool. You think I would like it or no? It's heavy, dude. Did you like Apocalypse Now? I mean, it's not my favorite. I don't like war movies. I, I know would it's say a it's war better thing. than Apocalypse Now. Okay. And some people might disagree. I just think it, it moves a little oh, faster. It they it got is. some funnier, funny parts in it. Like, Hell, I, I it like good. you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. Yeah, and that iconic performance. Oh, I mean, yeah. goddamn, that dude made a career off of that one performance. Oh, I agree. They gave I him remember, a History Channel show. <laughs> I remember seeing that and watching it on HBO when I wasn't supposed to, and I watched the the big scene where he kills himself. Dude, that was intense. Yeah, and what do we get for five dollars? Ends up becoming a clip on <laughs> yeah. a YouTube song later on. <laughs> God damn! That I whole know you movie. don't like. Uh, you're not going to be interested in this, but V for Vendetta. Yeah, uh, that's one of those I've never. I've tried to watch little pieces of it, and it never. I never. It's based on a comic it. book, man. Yeah. You're not gonna like that. <laughs> no, I think it's a well. It's a well done movie, though. I, I may give I it like a shot. It. It's a coming. Out, it's if it comes out on Netflix, watch it now. Yes. I'll definitely give it a shot. That's where it's coming. December first. Right. for Vendetta. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to delay. Yep. Dark season one. It's a Netflix original. 
Yeah, this seems kind of be weird. a new series. It's a, dis- a disappearance of two young children in German in a German town. It brings to light the fractured relationships, double lives, and past four. What is that? And past of four four uh, four families living there. And if you understood anything about what that show is <laughs> from me telling you that, I don't know. Some kids go missing and look from the trailer. Right. It's like another cast. They seem a little older than Stranger Things, so it's not like a bunch of kids running around. But it's like, like some the German teenagers. Things, yeah. Is this gonna have German like Nazi propaganda and all that? No. Is it gonna be in Germanic and you're gonna have to read it subtitles? subtitles? I hope not. Oh no. I don't think I could watch it. Me neither. Not a, not a movie German's like that. German's a very tough language to like sit through. It's not pretty. It's very high kind of thing. It's like a dog's growling at you. Well, when I watched, uh, what's it called, Narcos, yeah. it's only half. It's half and half. Yeah, I can deal with and a little like bit every that. now and again. Yeah, it kind of like but sets I don't know, the mood. Yeah, I don't know if I can watch yeah, these subtitles. We'll have to see, though. If not, though, it's shot kind of creepy. It looks weird. So I'll definitely click play to see. Uh, I would have that as is. a... I'm doing something else kind of thing, like have it on in the background. I don't think you can it because really? it sounds like one of them. you got to watch all the parts to really keep To going. know what's yeah, going on. Because yeah, yeah. eh. it sounds like it has fucked up families and double lives and fractured relationships. That's yeah. all like heavy shit. Right. But this so is probably going to be one of them mind-bending fucking ones, you know? Yeah. Who knows? December 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I'm looking forward to seeing this again. Really? We saw it at the movies. I thought it was great. I'll put this on and, and watch it again. Yeah. I almost wish they would just... If you're going to wait this long to put a movie like that out, it's not technically like a new release. Uh-huh. It just wait till three is about to come out or something. Right. Put it right there so you right. can kind of catch up. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily want to watch it now. I could wait till right. later to watch sure. it. But if I don't watch it now, it's going to be gone and then I got to go rent it right, or something. Right. It's like, I do want to see it again. So sure. it's like, hey, you're going to throw it on Netflix? I'll, I'll watch it. Just because there's a couple of scenes too I'd, I'd like to see again. I thought that were great. And December 11th, Catwoman. A horrible fucking movie. Another comic book movie. I know. So you're, you're And I really like Halle Berry. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not worth it just to see her in that suit moving around. Nope. Just for a little while. No, I'd rather watch Monsters Ball for five minutes and be done. Really? Yeah. All right. She did look cool in that suit, though. <sighs> it's all right. She's pretty it's just, high in that movie. She's hot. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. It doesn't do it for me. Her like playing that kind of thing. Like I'd rather see her in Swordfish or something like that. You know what I mean? You'd rather like, see Rihanna. Yeah, I'd rather see Rihanna. Yeah, I bet you Rihanna could pull that shit off. What, dude. fucking Halle Berry's uh, too far on the, the shade scale no, for I you? Oh, I like Oh, dude, Halle Berry's always invited. Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. Halle Berry. That bitch right. fine, boy. Yeah. Do you want to watch Catwoman on Netflix? It's terrible. We watched it on Netflix already, <laughs> and it was so fucking bad. All right. Also, December 15th, The, the Haunting of Helena. 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 Could be pronounced a number of ways. So this single mother moves out into a, in the woods, which you know, that's a good idea. <laughs> and her daughter's tooth falls out. Her first tooth falls out. She loses a tooth. And I next thing you know, about this. there's like a fucking nocturnal visits by a tooth fairy. <laughs> this is a horror <laughs> movie. So it's not like Tinkerbell's going to come <laughs> right, and fucking yeah, drop yeah. off a dollar. <laughs> like, nah, I think a the dollar, shit's going to be going down. A dollar. 
And that's just that's a streaming movie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'd watch that. It sounds too much like a bad exorcist with a bad plot meets uh, The Shining that's not going to be scary. It sounds weird as fuck, but they could be kind of throwing you off with it. Like the write-up one I'm reading, I'm like, that sounds dumb. But then, I don't know, I watch the trailer, and I'm like, all right, that looks creepy as fuck. If it's a, a late night, maybe raining outside or something cold, and you're like, hey, let's watch a scary yeah. movie, that would kind of be one I would, I would go to. But not unless I didn't see this yet, because this is what I would click on. December 15th, Wormwood. It's a six-part Netflix miniseries. Dude, I love... I'll take a six-part miniseries over a 13-episode season. I fucking think, break. Yeah, I like it. Personally, I think it's perfect amount of time for me. Six-part miniseries, I think it's great. This Not one enough. is going to be the untold true story of the CIA, the LSD experiments, mind control, and the death of a family man. Dude, they're going to have shit about MK Ultra in yeah, it. Yeah, I'll watch this. This looks pretty heavy. This looks like a not X-Files, but a newer version of some heavy shit. You know yeah, and I mean? it sounds like they're going to try to hold it, you know, what do they call it, close to the hip and actually do it uh, like kind of documentary style yeah. to where it's not going to be It almost sounds like a realer Stranger Things in a way, or potential to be that. Almost like the adult version. Right. Like, yeah, here's Stranger like Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's kind of action and horror, and this is just yeah. going to be, here's a, a drama about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have that on my queue. Dude, there's tons of information. That was a weird, not a weird time. It was a, a huge time in technology and advancements in philosophy and social constructs yeah. and shit. And they really did these tests on it. And it's pretty fucking wild, man. Like, That's I've dug into it. I've, I've watched this done kind of underground YouTube video making and conspiracy theory videos and, and talk shows and podcast before podcasts. Like, Coast to Coast AM used to have people on every once in a while. And, dude, there's a huge amount of material out there about you know, MK Ultra and government, you know, experiments they did. Like, uh, the society that we live in is not like it is for no reason. This was studied and manufactured, and that was a major time in the, the constructs of the reality sure. we live in right yeah, now. Yeah. And that, that'll be interesting to see if they do a good job. Kind of, man, you don't want to make it boring, though. You know? Yeah, I don't mind if they bend a little bit and make it a little more entertaining. Yeah, do something to keep I, you entertained. Right, but I do like the a little more of the facts on it. Yeah, Allie, did you watch that trailer for that? No, I didn't know about that. All right. More How would more. I have seen that? Sounds pretty cool. Okay. December, I don't know, it being on the notes for a week. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize. I'm all supposed right, to look right. at the notes and then I'm supposed to like go watch the, the things hey, of you all you did these? good. You sang the song tonight, so... I'm Thank proud you, of you, man. December 21st, Peaky Fucking Blinders, season Peaky four. Peaky Fucking Blinders. Dude, we never got to watch season three because you were talking reason. about you didn't like it. So I'm not yeah. going to watch season four now. I don't know what happened in season three. If all those other, if Wormwood sucks or we blow through it too fast and some other things happen, maybe we'll watch it. But I don't know. I, I lost total interest in that. I got that a show. quick question. Didn't we say that What's It Call was coming out? That fucking show from like. Australia or whatever. Yeah, a documentary. No, like the show oh. from Australia was like the people that came back from the dead. When the shit did that come out? It comes out December twenty sixth. Oh no, I don't know. It came I out. Gotcha. It was in November, but like I guess yeah, it's I coming out because like I, we need to watch that too. I'm just putting that out there so you don't forget. Well, one thing we don't have to worry about <laughs> watching December twenty second. Bright comes out it's right. netflix's hundred million dollar blockbuster movie Block starring Buster. will smith who's a policeman on earth 
that is inhabited by orcs, elves, and other creatures. Yeah, what? That sounds so fucking Why? bad. Yeah. Jesus, Why? dude. A hundred million dollars. Why would they do that, though? This fucking Will Smith. Well, look, uh, if you're not interested, maybe uh, maybe this will, will turn you around, dude. They're going to embark on a routine patrol night. Him and his partner, the orc. You know, Will Smith plays a human. He's going to have an orc with him. They drive around in this, in this uh, police car. And they discover an ancient but powerful artifact, a magic wand, that was thought to be destroyed. And... Uh, I guess they're gonna they're gonna do something with this. They're gonna, I don't know. They're gonna alter the future in the world uh, as they know it. <laughs> like, God damn it! That's all right. Something that Mayday likes is coming up right now. Just after pisses that. me off that they wasted the goddamn money. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, man, I'm paying for this yeah, shit. Uh, You're gonna go fucking get Will Smith and make a fucking dude, orc a bunch Elms of dumb fucks are gonna watch it, and that's gonna help yeah, fund it. It sounds like a bad a or. Uh, What's the one where he's like the detective and he's got the fucking the Orcs AI and guy? Elves, it's fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh, you know what I'm talking it. about? It's Hobbit's like a bad, it. yeah. And the fucking machines are replaced with fucking, what yeah. are they called? It's iRobot? A, it's a shame yeah. that, that iRobot, yeah. shame that the AI didn't kill him in it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you're not going to give a fuck because you're going to have lots to watch. A whole new, re, a whole new season of Fuller House. That's oh, right. New wow, episode. Season this. three of Fuller oh, House. Oh, that's even more of a big what the there fuck. There you go. You're going to get fucking learn oh, lessons with the tanners, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Tom, would you rather watch Bright or the Fuller House garbage. Bright. <laughs> yeah, Me too. Here. I'd watch yeah, yeah. Will Smith any day. Well, right. Luckily, NJ doesn't isn't into that show anymore. Oh, thank goodness. So we didn't even watch season two. Uh, we are sure as fuck not watching season three. He's in the clear. It's in the Peaky uh, Blind. Yeah, I paid my penance on that one. All right. One thing that I will turn on to fall asleep to at night, yes. and if it's yes. good, I'll end up yes. staying up a little later, and if it sucks, I'll just fall asleep. It's a whole season of The Toys That Made Us. Mm. It's going to be an original Netflix documentary about all sorts of toys from the <laughs> oh, 80s. Oh, not those kind of toys. I'm sorry. This is like toys for children? The background stories of some of these toys and collectors of these toys is very interesting you to me. I think so? I watch it partly, I guess, a little bit for the nostalgia. Like, hey, I had that toy. But other than that, some of the story, I've watched some other things like on YouTube about these old toys. Some of it's pretty fucking interesting just as a... Uh, to me, any kind of collection, when sure. you understand it, it's kind of like, wow, it's pretty cool. Right. I mean, I'm a fucking weirdo that if I had cable or whatever, oh, yeah. I'd watch yeah, that yeah. antique road show or whatever. <laughs> I'd watch that weird shit. I love it. Like, why is but something is worth what it's worth? Kids or yeah, collectors. Toys. Yeah. yeah, I'll throw it on. Yeah, I, like, I used to have a lot of the 80s toys. I know Tim will be all over this. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun just to see. And if they do a good job on it. Now you can go look up everything on the internet. So you're going to yeah. lose that. But that's where if you make a good documentary. It almost kinda... seems like this is the behind the scenes of Robot Chicken. You know what I mean? No. What, this Never is where the actors got yeah. the starts? Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> 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 the toys the toys. Made <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this, is, this is like the Jim and Andy of yeah. fucking Robot Chicken. It's like a, when like your car, is nothing wrong with it, but you go fix it and then... His first role was in Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on Robot Chicken. <laughs> oh, about the toys. Did they make all the an- animation for Robot Chicken and uh, all that? I totally Ooh. understand. <laughs> <laughs> I love me. This is going to be like Over the Rainbow. About yeah. the oh, so boy. <laughs> Over oh, the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right. December twenty fifth on Christmas, we get an early Christmas, uh, an on time Christmas present. Santa Claus is gonna bring Planet Earth two. 
the BBC special. Planet Earth One is incredible. The National Geographic is that the same thing? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is BBC, hey, so hey, it's hey, actually this is America. Good. Right now, we're talking about it. So <laughs> I've watched a lot of the National Geographic and the Smithsonian Museum. Smithsonian. Them things fucking suck, man. BBC. Hey, I don't know. Some of the National Dude, Geographic and that shit? fucking high speed shit is yeah. so incredible. BBC blows them out of the BBC? water. And the same guy's gonna do the voiceover. He's Sir David Attenborough. That dude's fucking great. And the what theme a great song voice. by Incredible. Hans Zimmer. Yeah, Hans Zimmer's doing the music again. Oh, what? All right. I'm so this out. I, I can't wait to see it. And you know, dude, one was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It did look good. I've seen parts of it, and it's like, God damn. When my mom and dad first bought that Samsung yeah, TV, they were, yeah. that was the newest TV in the family, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the newest TV I got to watch. They got it. They were fairly new at the time, and it came with the free Blu-ray. And they, I think they bought the the package, whatever, TV Blu-ray okay. player. So I was like, all right, here we go, next level shit. And they gave you a free, I think it was a dual, a three disc of right. Planet Earth, the yeah, original like a demo kind of thing. Yeah, they gave it to you. And man, I remember putting this fucking thing on. You could see the feathers in it. And I remember when I first bought my first high def. You know, flat screen TV. I went and got that from the house. I'm like, you're not watching this again, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, we, we already saw it. Man, I watched them all again, and they were incredible. Like, so I can imagine with, I bet you this is all shot in 4K. So if you had oh, a, God, damn. You had a gangster you system. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think Netflix streams some of that shit in 4K. Do they? I don't know. Hopefully, if the net neutrality thing gets pushed through. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a whole, big one That's a whole nother show. Christ. I already want to know. Ooh, that's, a anyway, other, that's, that's a whole other uh, show, isn't it? <laughs> can't wait to see that. December 26th. Allie, one of your, the shows you like, Travelers yes, Season 2. That's yes. my jam. We yes. talked about that Love last that week. Show. That's the Australian yeah. show. I like that a lot. About the time travelers. That I really one's like not that. Australian at all. Canadian or something. Yeah, but it, but the other show I was talking about was something else. The people that came back from the dead—they're Australian. Glitch, I think. Glitch, yeah. I really like there this one. I don't know. All that the guys the different already. things. It's pretty cool. This is cool. this is like a cool version of Jumanji in a way. Didn't like it at first, but then the more we watched it, I oh, started yeah. liking it. Yeah, it is Canadian. Yep. It's about time. Last but not least, Good. the New Year shows. What is that? They got all these fucking shows on Netflix. I, know, I saw the list. Do it's like, those stream live? Because they all say countdown. I don't think so. I think they're before. Uh, some bunch of Disney shit on there. Like, there's all kinds of them. I think they're before. Like, I think they're going to happen. Like, you can watch them anytime? Yeah, it doesn't make like sense. they fast forwarded. Troll Hunters, World Party, <laughs> True in a Rainbow Kingdom. <laughs> Skylanders. What's all the, the Hail King Julian? Is. That's weird. I don't know. Is that some Disney show? I have no what idea. Dude, I don't know any of this stuff. Me neither. I don't know what any of it is for sure. It's weird. And I do like the Puffin Rock. That sounds like maybe a cool one I'd tune into. What, Puffin Rock? Like Crack Rock? <laughs> Whatever. Okie <laughs> doke. I always watch those shows and go, this is not good and it does not look fun. Oh, yeah. No, like, they're, I think they're marketing... Well, look, they just spent $100 million on Will Smith. They need to recoup some of their money. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to go anywhere. Maybe there are a lot of kids' shows on it because all the adults are like doing their yeah. thing. And here, just throw this right, on for right. the kids. They can watch this. Look, here. Oh, you watch that? Here's you another. You can watch Netflix to 1230 tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, that about does it. This has been Not Real Radio. <laughs> 
96. Fun time, y'all. On the road to 100 continues. Next week, we're going to have tidbits on. Talk about retardation. Woo! <laughs> oh, no, I think next week, man, good thing we didn't do it this week because they lost. But I want to do the best Saints song kind of competition. Right. And then, um, I don't know, some other shit. We'll do something. Until next week, keep it not real. Okay, goodbye. We'll be right back.